0: you want to hit them with a song you've been working on?
1: No. But you can tell them all about it. Tell them all about it. I don't know what that was. Tell them.
0: I think you just have to show them. I'm not going to do it. I'll probably do it on accident. You'll do it it at some point. We'll just let it be a mystery until it happens.
1: Okay. Hashtag what's the mystery. You know what I mean? And
0: (laughs) podcast starting go. (laughs)
1: podcast starting go what's the mystery god um number one i just have a note here to remember when you wanted what you currently have what i just made a note here for us to remember when we wanted what we currently have
0: okay i got it the second time
1: yeah so like if you're out there Just try to think for a moment about a time when you wanted what you currently have.
0: Sorry, my legs. Wow, you have
1: beach legs. You said I'm wearing my short shorts today.
0: No, I just I was sitting. Just be thankful
1: is what it is. Because at some point you were wishing to be where you are. Mm. Now you're here.
0: Or what Billie Eilish taught us.
1: Oh, have you finished the whole series yet? Of what? The book.
0: No, <laughs> no I have not. <laughs> <laughs> Why
1: are you laughing? Um, where even are you?
0: I'm pretty close to where I was last week, honestly. That's not I've good. Made no progress.
1: This says questions for only after BB has finished the whole series.
0: <laughs> Do you think it was going to be? So I today? have to.
1: I have to wait on that one. I guess. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, but I'll never remember to wait on it.
0: You could set a remind. I'll set a reminder. But we'll never go back. Well, no, I'm saying, do you have the questions? No, it's a TikTok. Send it to me. But hold on, send it to me. There. As a link. No, I got it. I'll do it. I no, got I it. already got it. No, I got it. Okay. There. Those are the questions?
1: Yeah, the question is your Face. And now for Theo Vaughn's rendition of Quitting Cigarettes.
2: So I've been using... You know, I find for myself, sometimes I stay with certain things because it gives me an excuse. i want to stay with this person that cheated on me because as long as I can always remind them they cheated on me, then that gives me a leg to stand on. That makes me a little better than them. Or I'm going to keep drinking. or I'm going to keep smoking cigarettes because as long as I, as long as that's my problem. And as long as I keep going in circles of trying to quit smoking or not smoking or whatever, as long as I keep that little problem going. I'll never have to deal with whatever my real problem is. As long as I keep this little goldfish in the bowl, I'll never even have to really see what the shark is. So I just keep bowing. yeah, I'm trying to quit. I quit for a few days. I'm back. I quit. I'm not back. I'm
1: Um, I think I sent this to myself, I'm pretty sure. For the reason of um, I think we should do more like Uber silent long-ish pauses, because it really drills a point home. He's like talking like that, and he just keeps talking. And in that pause, it's like...
0: It happens a lot when you do it by yourself.
1: But it's like, God, my foot is so swollen. I just squeezed it. I thought it was going to (laughs) explode. No, but it was like, I was like, damn, Theo is profound today, you Mm -hmm. know? But it's just the pauses that make it profound. I mean, Mm -hmm. what he was saying was great also because Mm -hmm. it does make the most sense. But I just really loved his pauses. And I think we should uh, do that more often. Do You know what I mean?
3: Like I love apple juice. I think it's delicious. Um, and Big Boy.
2: Big Boy
3: presents.
0: Vivid apple juice. juice. Apple juice.
2: Don't touch my apple juice or there will be repercussions.
1: Not that yes. often. <laughs> Not that often. Um I don't know what this is. Let's go for oh, it. Why were you stealing? Okay, so motion
0: is basically a disagreement between your eyes and your ears about whether or not you're moving. I read this in a BBC science article. So when you read in the car, your eyes are telling your body that you're sitting still, but your inner ear is telling your body that you're moving, and that tricks your body into thinking that it's hallucinating. And so it assumes that you've been poisoned and it triggers a nausea response, which I just think is so interesting. But I wish I could read in the car because I can't even, like, check it out.
1: Isn't that... That's fun. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Like I knew that it was a disagreement between eyes and ears, but I had never heard it put in that way. Of, hmm. um,
0: He's just so tenderly cleaning his tail.
1: Don't notice it. Because now he's self-conscious about it.
0: I don't like how he holds his tail sometimes.
1: He's self-conscious about the fact that... Now he's going to do it on... Don't talk about it anymore. Um... I'd never heard it put as like, because of the effects of that, your body thinks that it's hallucinating because it can't make sense of those two truths that you're still and moving, and therefore it assumes it's being poisoned and makes you nauseous nauseous so you can get the poison out. That is a good take. That's
0: crazy. Is that for real though?
1: She said she read it on a BBC science article, but also- That seems
0: too like- Hold on. Intelligent. What? Like your body
1: No, I think bodies are the most intelligent For the most part um, No but uh, Re uh, You know one of my pregnancy symptoms Is um, I can't stand Old people
0: <laughs> I guess I'm pregnant
1: <laughs> Um <laughs> but uh specifically um my my lover's g as it were you know yeah his gg
4: Mm
1: -hmm. um she thinks that motion sickness and sickness of from smells like when people get nauseous because like of a smell Mm. she thinks those are um She thinks they're psychosomatic, but of course she doesn't know how how to say that word or what that word means. Mm. So she says, made up in the mind. Mm. So psychosomatic. Um, I
0: thought you were going to go to a different place. Where? That they're demons.
1: No, she thinks they're made up. She thinks they're just people. And I'm... Every time I say I get carsick and I cannot be a passenger, I must drive. She says, well, you're just making that up. Mm. And I say... I'm not actually. <laughs> like how do you argue with someone who's who's telling you to your face that you're that you're just lying? It makes me crazy. My tolerance for old people is just so fucking low. The more babies that are in me, the lower my tolerance for the olds.
0: Well, it's good that you only got two. It's
1: more than most people have. That's true. Oh, Joe Exotic is running for twenty twenty four president.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you going to vote for him?
1: Um, no. Are you? No. That's interesting.
0: Do you think I would vote for Joe Exotic? Why are you? I'll stop. Does it make you crazy?
1: Yes. What's in there? I wish it was tea.
0: It's a nice americano. T T T T.
1: These, this is the problem. No one gets any of my references and it's so annoying. And I wish there was someone who got every single reference that I ever made.
0: What is it from?
1: That one was from Easy A. Hmm. You, have you seen Easy A? No. You've never seen Easy A? I don't think so. It's so good. I've seen it tens of times. Are you having an episode?
0: This is what I do now.
1: You don't do it ever before today, right now.
0: Whenever I'm sitting still now, this I fidget with things. Don't. I don't know what it is.
1: Stop it. Easy A with Emma Stone. You've never seen it. Penn mm-hmm. Badgley.
0: I, I know Stanley of it. Tucci. <laughs> <With> Stanley, <Cucci.
1: laughs> Stanley
0: Tucci. With Stanley Coochie.
1: Stanley Tucci. I don't even know how to write that. <laughs> Tucci. Um. It's so good. There's a scene where... So basically, she had been sent to the... This is inconsequential to the plot of the film. She had been sent to the principal for calling someone in class a twat. Mm. And so... And then she's at home and they're having dinner. um, And her little brother is probably like eight, maybe, or something. Mm -hmm. He's too young to say or hear twat. Like, they don't want to be whatever. And so um, she's like, I went to the principal today, telling her parents, Stanley Tucci, and um, that woman who's hilarious, I don't know what else she's been in. Oh, she played Tammy 2. No, Tammy 1. She played Tammy 1 in Parks, mm. the IRS one, Tammy yeah. 1. But as a com- comedic act, you know, as mm. in a comedic role. I love her in, in a comedic role. She's hilarious. Are you pausing? Yeah, I wanted you to talk about the stuff that we talked about. Why? What are you saying? What are you holding? What's happening? Is the I had a good thing for him to like blurb on, mm. but it's Diablo Day, as you know.
0: Is, so I guess start... I'm not allowed has to.
1: He I'm not allowed to exist today. Why do you? He specifically told me between seven p.m. and four a.m. I'm not allowed to exist.
0: I don't. I don't know if he he probably didn't. So her
1: in a comedic role. Um, And so they're like, she's like, um, they're like trying not to say the bad word in front of the little kid. And she's like, let's just say it's a bad word that start. uh, It's a bad word. And they said, um, they said, "Well, what's it start with?" You know, mm. they're like fun parents, and they're like, "What's it start with?" And she goes, "T." And the that woman goes, "T T T T T T T T T T T T," but just keep, doesn't stop mm. and isn't trying to guess. She's just saying "T," and then and then Stanley Tucci says something funny, and then she goes, "Trois T." and then she's like you're just saying noises now they're not even all starting with t like it's was, it was funny and that's my reference for t um so what's the why why can't what's happening
0: okay the game started
1: i know here's another it's so let them remember we talked about let them before it? it's diablo it's diablo day it's it's diablo day oh you want me to write that Oh, my God. Inside baseball. We have to get better. Um Let them. Remember we were talking about let them? Here's the yeah. video. If somebody <laughs> want to walk out of your life, let
0: them go. Especially I sent- if you know you done done
2: everything you can do. You done sat around. You done and done it. You the best man or the best woman you can be, and they still want to go. Whatever they running after, they'll see what they had in a minute, but by then it's going to be too late. Because you're a sicker and you go go, because half these people you'd be sitting around crying about and worry about two, three years from now, you ain't going to even remember they last name. Um, if somebody want to walk um, your
1: life. And then there's like a little. um Here, hold on. I have one too. Oh, you have a, a same one? Okay. Mm-hmm. Let them theory. I freaking love this. If your friends are not inviting you out to it's brunch this, this weekend, let them. I have the if same the video person
3: that you're really attracted to is not interested in a commitment. Let them if your kids do not want to get up and go to that thing uh, with you this week, let them so much time and energy is wasted on forcing other people to match your expectations. And the truth is, if somebody, especially somebody you're dating or who's a friend or somebody you're trying to partner with in business, if they are not showing up how
1: you need them to show up, do not try to force them to change. Let them be themselves because they are revealing who they are to you. Just let them. And then you get to choose what you do next. Heard
3: about this thing called
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: I love this lady. Yeah, she's I, I sent this creators. as well, I think. So I've been using this. Yeah, she's talked about it a couple times.
1: Um. You have sent... God, look at it.
0: What? It's Your like...
1: Phone? It's like... What are the sisters, the se- 7 billion pound sisters? Who aren't 7 billion pounds anymore?
0: The thousand pound sisters. What are they
1: called? Tammy and... Amy. Um, it's like with the angry one's forehead. Right here.
0: Yeah. This mound of
1: Venus. Yeah, but this is the mound that's of Amy. It's fat. <laughs> it's the mound of Amy. It's not fat. Look at it over here. Wait. Do you see it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the mound of Amy. It's so bad, dude. Um. Yeah. Remember that one time I showed you my pitting edema?
0: Oh, please stop. <laughs> I hate
1: it. <laughs> Look at it. No. look right now please no please
0: it's the worst thing i've ever seen <laughs> it's bad when does it go away
1: <laughs> between four and six weeks after i deliver these chubs
0: are, are they sure
1: that it'll go away yes look
0: Can they speed it up so i don't have to see it ever <laughs> look, again look at it oh my god do you see i hate it do you see i see anyway i hate it so much I don't know what it is, but I hate it. I have really
1: bad pitting edema. Really bad.
0: Can they speed it up? No.
1: Um, Okay.
0: Are there some pills you can take? Some vitamins?
1: There are water pills, but they're not going to put me on those. Those are for heart. um, If you have heart problems, which I don't. So you have said, quote, say one thing that you like about yourself every week. You can go now.
0: I forget where I found this from. But it, there was a, something that prompted it, but I don't remember what was. Look, the, it's almost gone. I know. Don't do it again, please. <laughs> okay. I really like when you don't do that. <laughs> that's a fun... That's a nice way to put that. Um,
1: it's a nice way to flip that script.
0: Uh, <laughs> I really one thing like, I like when ab- you don't do one that. One thing I like about myself... Yeah. I was feeling a little bit... Um, like I wasn't being... Um, like I was in a funk, I think, for a few days... Like I was just not, you know what I mean? Maybe not a few days for a little bit. I don't know. Sometime. And I was like, like I missed a meeting. I didn't miss it. Like I had missed making sure that it was in my schedule and it was, and I was like, uh, just feel like I'm not organized and together right now. And I was just like, I just sat there and thought to myself, I just really need to turn this around and be, get, get more organized. Like, I feel like things just have been a little disorganized and whatever. I just need to turn this around. I just need to tighten up. And I think I like that about myself because I can usually catch myself on that kind of thing.
1: Which, what would you call that? Um, what is that thing called? Self, um, self-awareness. Is that what you're talking about? You like your yeah. self-awareness or you like your ability to turn it around. I'm confused. I, I like Which the piece of it.
0: Uh, I like the well. I think I notice it. I think I like the fact that, and I don't. I feel like it's somewhat a recent thing. It's my ability to self-correct.
1: Mm.
0: You know what I mean? I don't have that. To self-correct, like man, things aren't going well, or things aren't going the way that I planned them, or I'm not doing enough plan. Like I was like, I feel like I'm not organized and planned enough. My calendar isn't. I've been making my calendar as much as I had used to, and you know. I'm just, things aren't, I'm not caught up on things, you know, disorganized. I've work stuff that I've been trying to accomplish that I've just been like, you know, things, they get pushed off. I just need to tighten up a little bit.
1: And and you have.
0: I just, I, I had this conversation with myself today and so far, Mm. yes, I have. (laughs) So it's
1: going well so far
0: in the 10 hours since I thought this to myself.
1: Say one thing that you like that someone else has done this week.
0: Are you? Are we going to do all one person and then the other person? You want me to go? It's for both of us every week.
1: I hate everything. Say one thing you like about yourself this week.
0: Do you? Do you want to? Should I do all of them and then you go, or should I do one and then you do one?
1: No, we'll go back and forth. But I don't have anything.
0: Something that you like about yourself why
1: Um, I like that I mostly show up for other people (laughs) mostly when it's important when it's actually important I show up for other people I do the stuff they need me to do even if I really don't want to (laughs) That's good. Mhm. And now say one thing that you like that someone else has done this week.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think in what capacity I was framing this. <laughs>
1: some one thing that someone else has done this week
0: that's positive
1: say one thing you like that someone else has done this week you like that someone else has done it this week Mm.
0: uh you know that that some things have changed in my life recently
1: oh that's a good one
0: yeah um
1: if you want to hear more get our patreon (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that
0: feels negative though i want to be positive Do you have anything that's coming to mind?
1: That someone did for you that you like?
0: No, for you. Oh. While I'm thinking. I have a lot of stuff. Mm. You looked like a turtle for a second (laughs) when you did that. The
1: vet wasn't pushy about, like, spending more money than we need to. And you know how vets are. Mm -hmm. You need to spend all of the money. And your 80-year-old cat is worth every single test that, you know what I mean? That. Mm -hmm. She didn't do that. So I like that. You know, mm-hmm. she listened when we said like, you know, this cat's old, but we don't want it to die. So what? what's that? You know? Mm-hmm. So I like that. Um,
0: my. He's not that old though.
1: We believe him to be somewhere between 10 and 12.
0: Really? I thought you told me before that he was six.
1: Well, my mother had him for six years. It when has been he was w- six. No, when he was four, my mother has had him for six. I don't know. That's mm. the point. He is a quite so the starting age is question mark where he had had a whole life with one person mm-hmm. gone to the shelter. My mom got him at question mark mm-hmm. age, had him for six years, died. I have now had okay. them for one year, that's seven years plus question mark. So seven plus question mark. And I make. would assume, and when my mom got them, I will also say this, they looked just like they do now. As in they they were not, they did not ever look, I saw, you know, cause I've seen them since mm-hmm. she adopted them. And when she adopted them, they did not look like younger. They didn't look like kittens. They looked exactly the same as they do now. Mm-hmm. So whatever full grown age looks like, which I, in my head think is like when a cat gets to what, like three, they stop looking like, like, like babies. Two. Like, so, Honestly. so if seven, so they could be anywhere older than nine. But we would have to assume, I mean, an old man had them. So I would assume he had them for more than two years. Mm-hmm. I don't can they know do that. Some, can they do some, te- like. They can look at his teeth, but I mean, they're not, they, it's not It's not going to be accurate. Mm. It's just a guessing situation.
0: But. They should be able to figure that out.
1: That The, the vet thing was nice. Um, My lawful mother, my mother-in-law, that is,
0: mm-hmm.
1: brought me a bunch of stuff. Like, I don't know how she gets it. She has some hookups somehow somewhere with people who like donate food,
4: mm-hmm.
1: which I'm gonna be honest with you right now. It does feel like I'm stealing from hungry people because I'm not hungry and I can afford food, so like it feels like those donated items should go to people who can't afford food, but alas, they came to me, but um, she has some kind of hookup with some someone in her life i I literally don't know who gets like free food mm-hmm. from places like 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 gr- good grocery, grocery stores, stores and like also um like like good gas stations <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't eat the haggie over the baddie you know what i mean mm-hmm. um with you. So like that and so she brought me a bunch of breakfast sandwiches that were frozen mm-hmm. from there mm-hmm. and also some cinnamon bread I ate the whole loaf in two days.
0: I love cinnamon bread. I love cinnamon like bread, and it was the Farm. good one.
1: No, no, no. It was like the it was.
0: Yeah. And it was like brioche it's,
1: style, soft mm. and like.
0: I I like the Pepperidge Farm. Just I mean I would I would spring this, for something better. Yeah. But I'm saying on the regular that's good. I too. I don't
1: have regular. I don't. I just do toast and then I do cinnamon sugar on top.
0: Yeah, like but you I'm talking sugar. about. I, cinnamon do, cinnamon I, do, I, do, I do. I do. I do. I do. But that's what has I. It.
1: No, but that's what I. I'm talking about, it was like a, it was either brioche or like, you know, Mm -hmm. really soft, really like sweet and Mm -hmm. the swirl, you know, but she brought me that. Mm -hmm. So she brought me some of those donated things that she got. Mm -hmm. So that's really nice of a thing that she did Mm -hmm. that I like. Um, um, My husband did some nice sexual things to me, which a lot of times, like it's again, it's very difficult now. Mm -hmm. Everything's difficult. I'm at that point. I'm not going to make this a pregnancy thing. I'm not going to segue because I want you to answer this question as well. Mm -hmm. But everything is difficult, including sex at this point. I mean, sleeping and peeing are hard. Like, I'm just getting giant and like everything hurts. My back always hurts. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, the easiest way for me to come would typically be on top. And it's just, it's like, it's like trying to lift a prize hog above your head it's like you can't, you can't do it can't be done you i have to like i have better. to lift my whole fat belly which is hard because it has at least like at this point i would say probably nine pounds of just baby not including everything else the weight of
4: mm-hmm.
1: fluids placentas organs etc blah my whole belly onto him and my belly button is near his tits like that's how big my belly is when i'm on top of him like yeah that's not pleasurable for anyone i think you know what i mean like (laughs) and then like and then like the like longer i can't make it happen for myself while i'm up there the more discouraged i get and then i just start to weep it's just like it's so fucking awful so but he did some really nice stuff for me like he like let me wear the blindfold not like that i'm not allowed to otherwise but i like when it's initiated from not me because when it's me it feels selfish it's like i don't want to fucking see you i just want to come you know what i mean but when somebody else hands you the blindfold it's like oh what am i a princess you know what i mean yeah
0: (laughs) so like i feel the same way (laughs) i feel like you don't um oh i'm a princess
1: (laughs) so he handed me the blindfold and then like he did stuff to me where Uh i just got to lay there it was so nice it was like a spa but for sex (laughs) so 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 that was the third nice thing um that someone did that i liked Mm -hmm. um this week things that happened that
0: i liked or something someone something that someone someone did did that was nice that
1: was nice i mean i got to see my friend this weekend and that was nice even if I was like, oh, I don't know, like whatever. who did you get to see? Sammy Sosa. Oh, really? Yeah, she came down and um, we met and we went to see the machine. Oh, awesome. And we went to lunch or it was brunch. It was breakfast mm-hmm. lunch. We got breakfast at 1 p.m. <laughs> um, at a really delicious place. It's really good. Um, we should go, but. Ugh. Oh, um, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. She like wanted to see me. Did you ever work with this person? you don't know sign language.
0: Say it. Say it again. Yeah,
1: you worked with him. He's dead. Oh, really? Possible suicide
0: Wow. or drug overdose. Either way, I never worked with him, but I knew. I I knew. Uh, you know, he
1: was of the era. Generally. I saw him. Yeah. yeah.
0: I didn't work at that time with him there, but I knew him through associations. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I hung out though. with him many times. He we used to go from New York, California.
0: Oh yeah. 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 After I remember um, that
1: guy. there was a time with him and
0: short little blonde.
1: Jealousy?
0: Yes. I don't know that person.
1: It doesn't matter. She was amazing. So you don't know her. Her name was Chelsea. Um, oh. <laughs> um yeah, but I if didn't there was a her. time with him and Chelsea, myself, Sammy Sosa, mm-hmm. we would close and we would go to that bar by the liquor store.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah the sports yeah, yeah. bar. We yeah. would go
1: there after close um, on, like, the week, weekend nights or whatever, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we would just, like, get drinks or play cards or whatever, like mm-hmm. the four of us. And, like, he, Sammy Sosa, and myself um, did two uh, of those rooms. Escape rooms? Yeah. The three of us did two escape mm-hmm. rooms. Like, you know. Like, I, we weren't, like, best friends, but we were friends.
0: My, uh, my mom's uh, co-worker died. She was in her 40s. Wow. And she was short of breath over the weekend.
1: Ugh. <sighs> Blessings Thank upon you. the house.
0: <laughs> she was <laughs> uh, short of breath over the weekend. Um, went to the doctor on Tuesday. They were like, you got bronchitis. Um, here's some stuff. And she went to bed, and never woke up.
1: Oh my god! I bet your mother is like freaking out. Yeah,
0: she has PDA. What? Pers- it's personal death awareness. Oh. It's like a psycho- like a psychological thing. When someone of your age dies, you start to think about how fragile life is.
1: Oh, I thought it was public displays of affection. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: PDA was originally personal death awareness. Because mm. you're like, they were my age. You know what I mean? Well. That thing.
1: You should write that down. PDA. Yeah. PDA not kissing. Um. Yeah. He's dead. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy because it's wild. She showed me his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And so, like, at the top, of course, there's, like, maybe f- between five and ten posts from people saying, like, oh, buddy, we're going to miss you, all that mm-hmm. stuff from his obits. And then when it gets back to when he was alive, it's like uh the last couple posts were like, Anybody know where I can get a piercing? Looking to get a piercing? That was one of his last ones. And then right before that was like, I wish depression wasn't a thing. And then like right before that, it was like, you know what I mean? It's mm. just like wildly sporadic. And it was like, yo. I don't know, it was weird. It was weird. But nowhere does it outright say it, you know, whether or not it was mm-hmm. like drug related, whether or not it was suicidal, whether or yeah. not, nowhere does it say. So, yeah. But like a couple of the people that were like, oh, said something to the effect of, like, I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. which makes me feel like it wasn't like a car accident. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, you can't be sorry about that. Mm-hmm. You can be sorry you weren't there for someone, you can be sorry. They felt some kind of way, but you're not going to be... Oh, I'm so sorry that that car wasn't... You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I don't know the situation, but isn't that wild? Wow.
0: Um, What's
1: your answer to the question? (laughs) um, (laughs) That uh, you like something someone did?
0: I... um, Liked my um, boss's response to my missed meeting. Mm. Because I was like, like... I was like, oh, this is going to be a situation, you know, because I'm like developing or whatever. It's like, you know, whatever. <laughs> so it's like, I knew it was, I was like, this is going to be a situation. And because he sent me an email and was like, hey, give me a call when you have a chance. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be a situation. And he was like, hey, I was in this other meeting. Sorry, I didn't, you know, get your call right away. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. It was just like the scheduling thing, you know, it was missed. And he was like, yeah, I wasn't sure because the invite, whatever. And he was like, yeah, I figured it was just some kind of scheduling thing. It's not like you to have these kinds of things. So I just figured it was just like a, a mistake. Like a one-off. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Mm. Made, made me feel better about the situation.
1: Unlike my missed meeting.
0: <laughs> I, where
1: I strolled in 45. five five minutes before the end
0: of it. Yeah. And the person was like, someone want to catch her up on everything? And everyone was silent. And I was like, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> it was just, <laughs> not at all like that. Do you remember? That's yes. Just, and I was like,
1: I remember mm. being near tears, mm-hmm. but like that, I was
0: going to text, but I was like, I thought that I thought it was like uh, something. I like I it, was
1: purposefully not invited to the meeting.
0: I mean, yeah, that's what I thought. Cause then I was like, then I thought it was going to make you upset that you weren't invited to the meeting. I was. It was just. Nope. I was supposed shouldn't. to be there, Here's and I the was asleep. Your workplace shouldn't be that way. No, it was um, afternoon. It was twelve. It was at twelve. I was asleep. I remember the times.
1: <laughs> Here's where we are now, though. So <sighs> dreams do come
0: true. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else?
1: Were there other things that you liked?
0: Yeah. Okay. I was uh, driving on our trip. Uh huh. Recently, me and my partner. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: It makes it sound like a man every time you say it. I know you don't care. I'm just saying.
0: Whatever. Everyone guess. When I um, Speculate wildly. Watch this. What are you doing? I'm going to
1: see how my feet are just crossed naturally. Okay. Do you see that they're just crossed naturally?
0: Okay. Somewhat. Yeah.
1: You can see both my feet right now? Yeah. Now look at my bottom foot. the dent do you see the dent
0: I see the dent
1: do you see the pitted edema dent
0: I know I hate it
1: (laughs) it's crazy
0: keep going I'm sorry um I was getting angry because a couple things kept like I had like okay we're gonna do these things and then we're gonna go and like at every turn those things didn't happen in the way that I expected because my car I was gonna get gas but my car had some bird poop on it and I was like I'm gonna think about this the whole time while I'm driving I have no way to assuage the bird poop other than just go through a car wash real quick
1: Or at the gas station use that thing
0: the thing uh, yeah but I was like the gas station happens to have a car wash oh fine no problem and I was like okay it's 30 cents off if you get a gas or if you get a car wash with your gas it's like cool I'll do that. No problem. And I did it. And then it gave me $1 and 21 cents of gas and then cut me off. And I was like, what happened? What happened? And it was like, it was like authorization limit reach, which I was like, that can't be accurate because I don't have $1 and 21 cents. And then I tried it again and then it didn't work at all. And then she tried and it also didn't. And I was like, whatever. I'll just do the gas with the app the way I usually do with the thing with the place uh-huh. here. Did it, worked fine. And I was like, you know what? I usually get 20 cents off. It's fine. Who cares about the extra 10 cents? I'll just get in the line for the car wash. Get in line for the car wash. And it's like, it's like monthly member pass, or you have to go inside, buy the car wash from the people inside cause their screens not working. And I was like, this is making me crazy. <laughs> and, and I was also already a little bit heated. I wasn't angry yet, but I was a little like, cause we wanted to get Chick-fil-A breakfast and we got Chick-fil-A breakfast. And they were like, you know what? We have to, we have to cook some stuff. It's going to be five minutes. Um, we'll bring it out to you. It took 15 minutes. And I was like, give me something. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't say that, but I was like, you know, like two
1: milkshakes for free
0: or, or something. Give me some extra chicken minis,
1: you know, or just two milkshakes.
0: <laughs> but it took super long, which is whatever. And they also didn't give me anything, which is whatever. And then I was getting frustrated because like things kept not working. And I was just like, I work so hard every day <laughs> to make moments right for people. And everywhere I fucking go, everything's wrong. And, and I was no just one's making
1: angry. moments right for me. Yeah. No one. No one's making my moments right. Where's my? I understand. You don't get one. That's no, that's the point. Existe. That's the point.
0: That's well. Yeah, I was one? just getting
1: Go to your second place.
0: <laughs> Pass. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just getting frustrated, and she was nice to me, and helped uh, calm me down, and I was getting upset and angry. We did a paddle boat. Hmm. It was too small. I, I was too big for it, I should say. It, it wasn't too small for me. I was too big for it. I mean, I could kind of do it, but also my knee's been a little weird. I don't know what that's about. Should I go to the doctor for it?
1: Mm-mm. What should I do? Oh, what's wrong with it?
0: Like when I kneel, like if I if I kneel on it and get up, it's kind of like tight and like painful. And then also if I like kind of squat a little bit and then stand up, it's painful. And then sometimes if I'm just walking a lot, it's painful. What do you think that is? Only one. This one, my right one.
1: Hmm.
0: Let me ask you this: Do I need a knee replacement? Not yet. Do th- you think I will? Probably. Why?
1: Because not a knee replacement, but if you um, pop that tendon, it's gonna hurt like a motherfucker, and you'll need knee surgery.
0: What do you think? It, is that what do you think it is?
1: Could be that. Um, I don't know it could be a lot of things I myself be- personally I would add in some ghee or some some kind of joint supplement a ghee is clarified butter you can add it to what your I- coffee you can add it to your I foods ghee is um a natural uh lubricant joint lubricant mm. it works for all of your joints
0: what else what else can I take because I don't know where to put that where should i put i don't know where i don't, ha- don't need a take, lot of butter
1: instead of okay so instead of that take um the supplement hold on honey um he takes it um mm. honey honey
0: we can ask him after he's he's in he's doing a thing don't don't interrupt his thing he's been excited for this <laughs>
1: I'll remember it.
0: I just hold on. Okay.
1: Glucosamine.
0: Mm.
1: I just had to look up. What... Does that work though? Yeah. Mm. What do you mean? Hmm. I don't know. Well, try it.
0: I know, but sometimes I'm like supplements. Do they even work? Okay. You know but what I mean? like
1: you could try it and then if That's it doesn't true. stop. Buy one bottle for $8, and if it works, then you just got an $8 cure for your pains. And if it doesn't work, then you don't buy another $8 bottle when mm. you run out of 60 capsules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what do you have to lose, $8?
0: I know, but, like, how long is it going to take to work? Like, probably, six weeks?
1: No, probably a couple weeks.
0: Because, mm. like, my thing is, like, six weeks. Like No, you know just I mean? a couple weeks. Okay.
1: My guess is that you need to stretch and be really careful about... um my guess is it's a tendon and that it's really tight and therefore you need to stretch it out gently and that you need to be really careful about fast movements as unlike you were saying, like from a squat to standing or from a kneel to standing, that's going from a pinch to a straight pretty quickly. And, um, you know, just think about doing that with a rubber band. You just want to be, would want to be careful. And that's why I'm also saying with like, think of the rubber band. If the rubber band is also like dry or dry rotted and you do that, it's more susceptible to snapping Mm -hmm. versus if you were to lubricate it with either a supplement or ghee or something else. Um, you know what I'm saying? Why is it tight? I don't know. I don't know why one would be and the other isn't, but that's just how it goes. Sometimes it could also be your, uh, previous sports.
0: Yeah, because I did I did cleats on turf at times. Yeah, and I've heard that's terrible. It
1: could be that.
0: They always they are always like it's terrible. Could have just for tweaked
1: you. it once a long long time ago and that's true. Catching mm-hmm. up to you because of age.
0: Yeah, because my thing is like I'm like, it's definitely because I'm like in my head always. What is the
1: segment we we did with me, uh, medical advice hashtag not a doctor or whatever.
0: Yeah, I forget what whatever it was we, called. we were
1: gonna call it. This is that. That's what we're doing.
0: Um, I just always think it's because uh, I'm overweight.
1: As we've discussed with almost mm-hmm. everything, lose weight, drink plenty of water, sleep enough. Like, Should I
0: walk? Will that be helpful or is that going to aggravate it?
1: It's probably going to aggravate it until you solve one of those other problems, which is stretching and uh, lubrication. How should I stretch it? What do you think?
0: <laughs> you know.
1: did high school sports.
0: I don't know. I never stretched Gentle, my knee.
1: slow stretches. These are important. Touch, try to touch your toes. When you sit on the floor, you can do wide leg, toe touches, mm-hmm. pyramid pose, triangle pose. Mm-hmm. Never want to lock out the knee while you're doing the stretches. That's very important to have a slight bend. Very important. Not a bend, a slight bend. If you lock it out, you can hyperextend and that will snap it, especially, especially if the problem is actually lubrication. If you lock out the knee during those types of things, then you're more prone to snapping, stretching, pulling. So never lock out, mm-hmm. but you don't want a full bend either. Cause then you're not getting the point of the stretch. So anything where your leg is mostly straight in a gentle bend And then you are trying to either reach for your toes, reach for the ground, reach for a block, reach for something. But I think lubrication is an important key as well. And I think you should start some glucosamine because it's not expensive. And if it doesn't work, you can cut it back out.
0: Are there any other supplements I should be taking? (laughs) Yeah. Just while we're on it.
1: I mean, you could take a lot of supplements. I take a lot of supplements, but what are your ailments? Do you have any problems?
0: I'm sometimes tired even when I sleep.
1: B12 and magnesium in combination. Mm.
0: Yeah, I'm sometimes tired when I sleep. And (laughs) I was just going to make a list.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're just going to be Andy about it?
0: Uh uh-huh. And sometimes my tongue tingles when I eat (laughs) citrus. And then also sometimes I'm sad.
1: (laughs) Ashwagandha for the sadness.
0: I mean, I'm mostly fine. I was just in a little, I don't know. Sometimes when I don't have work, I like fall into like a... You know what I mean? What as, well, as you
1: know, um, because of your partner, you should cycle on and off ashwagandha. Yes. Mm-hmm. But ashwagandha is an, inc- I mean, I think it's like a, I think it's a miracle. I'll take but, it. Quote unquote, miracle drug or miracle plant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The benefits are insane. So I, I suggest to
0: anyone. Is there any brand you recommend for supplements specifically? No. Does not matter? No.
1: If you can buy it in a store, then it's it's all the same. None of them are FDA approved to have any kind of medical anything. Yeah, I usually look at um, the concentrations. Take of two them.
0: caplets daily. Jesus Christ.
1: Some of them have higher um, concentrations, so you only have to take one. You know what I'm saying?
0: <clears throat> yes. Um. Uh, B12.
1: B12 and magnesium in combination um are good for um mental acuity uh like awareness energy like mental energy when you're awake um there's lots of stuff for sleep depending on what the actual problem with your sleep is if you're actually having one mm-hmm. um B12 and magnesium are going to be the alertness the the brain um function quick functioning um And mental energy during the day. And then, so obviously we all know that um, melatonin, people think, this is incorrect, people incorrectly believe that melatonin is a sleeping aid or a sleep supplement. It Mm -hmm. is not. Melatonin helps you to regulate your circadian cycle, which is only the part of, or the system in your brain, which helps your brain to turn on and off with the correct patterns of the light outside. For example, melatonin increases your brain's ability to say, hey, it's getting dark outside. You should start to get sleepy now. Or, hey, you were, you've were you been awake for 14 hours. You should start to get sleepy now. Or, hey, you've been sleeping for nine hours. You should be awake now. So it's not just about sleep. It's How also about... How many milligrams
0: should I be taking? Of what? M- melatonin.
1: Uh, five is high uh 2 is low anywhere in the middle is fine 3 is pretty average 3 is an I'll average five. number 5 is good
0: Fucking jack me up bro
1: No I mean 5 is fine <laughs> again it's not a sleep supplement yeah, and I'm not yeah. saying that for you I'm mm-hmm. saying that for our listeners yeah. as well I've, I've, Most people believe I it's a that. sleep aid Well it's yeah not. I know it just helps You know what you. is a fucking sleep aid if you need one if Cough you need syrup. help <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> cough syrup and a, and a tipple <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the name of the episode um cough syrup and a tipple i'm not there anymore but no a different supplement um would you like to know it yeah. <laughs> uh valerian root really really good you'll find so anybody listening out there if you have gone to kind of the uh like the sleep aid aisle, but not the mm-hmm. sleep aids. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that are natural mm-hmm. that are like, oh, the nighttime gummies, you know, yeah. those, that kind mm-hmm. of shit, the ZZ gummies or whatever. These all boast to have the following things. They'll all have chamomile. Hey, I don't want to be aggressive. Have some fucking tea. Like you don't need it. It's Do you not- like
0: the sleepy time tea?
1: Does it taste good? Not really. Will I drink it? Yeah.
0: I like the mint. I don't like the regular sleepy time yeah, tea. Yeah, because it like tastes the... like
1: nothing. It's it's like yeah, flavorless. Yeah, because t-
0: I accidentally got the regular it's standard. Nothing. It tastes terrible.
1: It tastes like nothing. Yeah, it's not good. My partner it doesn't like bad. tea.
0: My partner doesn't like tea, but she liked that tea because it the basically, regular. Yeah, because but it it's because there was a lot of honey in it. Oh, it was basically honey water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when when I was de- so I was like. This tastes terrible. Yeah. It's you know what not, I mean? The, the and I kept just matter. doing honey and I was like, does this taste? <laughs> it's honey water. Good. And she was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, it just became honey. Um, no, valerian root
1: is, is actually really good for like helping you fall asleep. I
0: fall asleep immediately. Uh, my head hits the pillow and I immediately oh, fall asleep. Oh, so you asleep. don't need that. No, um but am like if, him with that. I don't even want, like, I, like I've started to sl- set my sleep timer for like on, um, when I'm watching something, five minutes
1: five minutes yeah. I could put it for five minutes and I just don't even No, but let me I put it for 30 or 60 but I could do five
0: uh let me see it, it can tell me when I fall like my sleep uh because they always tell me my sleep latency is bad oh it said 15 oh, that's probably not right
1: well it's also when you know if you're not noticing the tv turn off then it's sleep latency
0: minutes. yesterday night two minutes <laughs> <laughs> that's the time from when you put your head on the pillow until you fall yeah. asleep Night that's before 23. I don't believe that to be that's true.
1: That's nice. This is nice.
0: Seven minutes. Three. 29. I don't believe that. 16, three, three. Yeah. I don't. I'm out. Oh. Yeah. That's not. That's. That It always tells me that means that I'm too tired. But I'm, I don't do a lot of strenu- strenuous, strenuous things. <laughs>
1: Sometimes, what does
0: it mean when I don't say my words correctly?
1: It means nothing.
0: Can I take a supplement for it? No. Can I take, should I take Ginkgo Biloba for it?
1: No. Um, if you're looking for something to help you fall asleep out there, it's valerian root. Um, if you're looking at the back of those gummies, you're going to see valerian root is in it. Ashwagandha is typically in it. That's a mood stabilizer. Um, but it also is. Uh, helps reduce cortisol levels which is stress your stress hormone um you're also going to see passion fruit or passion flower mm. that's a very often found in things oh, that will help are you sleep
0: the namesake of our podcast apple juice mm-hmm. well the drink we used to have
1: yeah padge the padge a mm-hmm. pas- passion tea apple juice yeah oh, so fucking good um you really want to have some wicked dreams get pregnant I had um, some
0: crazy dreams the other night that were kind of realistic, but I don't remember them. We have to start recording them again. I can't remember them. Oh, I've almost unplugged everything. Oh, my God. Uh, God. They canceled that show. Do you know? Why? They just canceled it.
1: I need ice water in there.
0: They canceled uh, that one and the uh, spinoff.
1: Why? Because
0: Netflix is a burning pile of garbage. Yeah. (laughs) Canceled everything everyone likes, and then they charge everyone more to watch
1: yeah it's it's ridiculous
0: hey it's cancel crazy. stranger the last season of stranger things while you're at it it's you getting know what I mean? crazy you have no content you know what i mean all the content that people like they cancel
1: it's getting insane um, I, I
0: told my mom read the netflix thing as soon as they like log us out or whatever i'm not getting it fuck that you were I'm like
1: not... find some wa- some other way she to was watch like, gilmore she was girls like,
0: can i pay al eight dollars to keep watching it i was like I get that's up to you. I was like, you can figure that out. I was like, I'm not doing that. She
1: can't survive without Gilmore Girls.
0: I told her. She said, "I." She said, "I can't sleep without having the Gilmore Girls play." And I said, "You can."
1: <laughs> I said, "I, I said buy to her, her the her, box set." I'm this the not helpful because then you have to buy uh, her a DVD player for her bedroom.
0: Yeah, I said, why don't you just try to just fix the problem, which is your sleep? Mm-hmm. I said, you haven't had a restful night of sleep in 15 years
1: yeah because you, need... you wake
0: up every hour mm-hmm.
1: she and needs she, many things and she that.
0: said she said this is just the way i am mm-hmm. and i said then I, I can't hear you complain about it anymore
1: yeah what i used to tell my mom when she had um avocado sized hemorrhoids um avocado for those of you who that's didn't, a prolapse for those of you who didn't hear me say what size the hemorrhoid was and you and when i said avocado you thought pee um, I'll say it again. Avocado-sized hemorrhoids. Um, and she was just like, this is just my life now. I was like, no one else has avocado-sized hemorrhoids. I think you need to seek medical attention.
0: <laughs> there was a <laughs> I was putting away Like
1: you don't have to li- My point is re your mother, re my mother, re mm. re anyone who has a problem. That is not a common problem, and that other people aren't out there living with. Um, no, you don't have to live like that. Solve the problem. I was putting away.
0: Today, and ham was kind of out of it. I showed it to Scary, and he said, "Happy Pride." <laughs> Oh no! <laughs>
1: not great. Uh, I don't like that. That's <laughs> not for me. Um. Well, what did we just watch? There was something that Rosie Cotton and I just saw, and it was a sexual thing, and we were both like, absolutely not. And we're both so open and fluid.
0: The prolapse stuff is horrendous.
1: No, that's awful, but it wasn't that. I genuinely don't remember, but we were both like, no. Um, Okay, let's see. The next one. Ready? Next one. Here we go.
0: If you want to strip fat off your body, get in cold water three to six minutes a day. The majority of the benefit comes from something called a cold shock protein. These are reserved proteins that are in your liver. They're dumped into the bloodstream in an effort to save your life when you put yourself in cold water. So it forces all the oxygen into the core and up to the brain. And you you ask get an activation of something called brown fat. Remember that the definition of a calorie is a measure of heat. If a calorie is a measure of heat, then this means that when heat's leaving your body, calories are leaving your body. So if there is nothing, nothing, no amount of exercise that comes anywhere close to immersing yourself in cold water. If
1: you want to we have talked about cold truck proteins before, and I just really want to do them. I just feel really strongly about doing them. I think I want to do it too. Yeah, I feel really strongly that, you know, it's the same thing as the supplement thing that I'm telling you. It's like, if it doesn't work, then I guess, we'll, you know, we'll stop or whatever. But if it does work, how fucking dope, you know? Like, that's such an easy way. And, you know, I mean, if you think back, like, evolutionarily to other cultures and shit, like, a lot of the cultures that were really high muscle had either forced cold shock or not forced, as in, like, you know, either they were poor and couldn't afford to warm themselves in the winter, or they got into very cold water, like, you know in nordic uh places slavic places during the viking eras you know one might get off your long ship uh in order to storm a fucking beach or something you know um but if it doesn't work it doesn't work but i think i really want to start trying to do um cold plunges after these babies come out of me and see if i can't uh do some uh cold chuck proteins um you know you want to try them too you say
0: yeah, I saw that uh, someone... Can you grab a water? Yeah. What do you want?
1: What I want is that um, liquid death tea, not sponsored, but um, I shouldn't have that. I should have water. I'll have a lemon, please. Left. Yeah.
0: I love the little log cabin one. You do?
1: I I don't care for that one, but thank you.
0: I like most of the stuff.
1: Um, You want to try cold (sighs) shell protein as well Um,
0: or just cold plunges generally. Yeah, I saw an easy way to do it if you're not a rich person. And, uh, oh, speaking of that, I I need to take the heartburn pills. Okay. That's another thing I need to do. Put that in your thing with your supplements. Such a huge Amazon order I'm about to place. (laughs) Yeah, my, just to, sorry, to circle back. I do want to start going back to the gym, but I'm nervous about this knee situation.
1: Start your th- supplements and be gentle.
0: Should I just like walk on the treadmill or do the...
1: Elliptical is good for the knee that's gentle. Um, what about
0: that bike that you sit on? Or the... bike? Yeah. Yeah? I could do that.
1: Yeah.
0: Not too hard though. I used to go crazy on the bike.
1: Yeah, you don't want to push I'll it.
0: not go crazy on the bike. What was i gonna oh
1: rowing is also full body i don't know if they have rowing at my gym
0: um what was i gonna say cold shock yes i saw a cheap yeah if you're poor well not if you're poor but like if you're not um super well off like and can get the tank or whatever um this lady just freezes uh half gallons of water and puts them in there as like a thermometer or whatever hey But yeah, like that's it. Cause like, you know, I was just, we were talking about how before, like, if it's not cold out, what are you going to do? Yeah. And she just has like a bunch of half gallons of water. She freezes.
1: Yeah. That's a good one. And then
0: just, you don't have to open, you don't open them. You just put them in, refreeze them. Yep. That's easy enough. Cause that's the thing for me. It's like, oh, okay, Joe Rogan, I'll do all of this shit when I have (laughs) your millions of dollars. But it's like when people come up with solutions that are cheaper, I think that's cool.
1: Yeah. Whatever that thing is called. Hacks? No. Yes, but no.
0: Uh, cheat codes.
1: No. Okay, this is great. Okay, this is really great. I'm going to play it now. It's really good.
3: If you awaken from this illusion... And you understand that black implies white. Self implies other. Life implies death, or shall I say death implies life. You can feel yourself, not as a stranger in the world, not as something here on probation, not as something that has arrived here by fluke, but you can begin to feel your own existence as absolutely fundamental. I'm not trying to sell you on this idea in the sense of converting you to it. I want you to play with it. I want you to think of its possibilities. I'm not trying to prove it. I'm just putting it forward as a possibility of life to think about. So then, every kind of pleasure conceive, and after several nights of 75 years of total pleasure each you would say well wow, that was pretty great but now let's um let's have a surprise let's have a dream which isn't under control well something is going to happen to me that i don't know what it's going to be And uh, you, you would dig that and come out of that and say, wow, that was a, a close shave, wasn't it? And Then you would get more and more adventurous and you would make further and further out gambles as to what you would dream. And Finally, you would dream where you are now. You would dream the dream of living the life that you are actually living today. That would be within the infinite multiplicity of choices you would have of playing that you weren't god because the whole nature of the Godhead, according to this idea is to play that he's not so in this idea then everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality not god in a politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self, the deep down basic whatever there is, and you're all that, only you're pretending you're not.
1: What do you think about this?
0: I enjoyed it. (laughs) There was about five seconds in the middle where I clocked out <laughs> and started thinking about outer space. That's what you do. And then I came back and I liked it. Um, what do you think about it?
1: I wrote this afterward. It's like playing a video game and playing yourself. You wouldn't. Even in Sims, you give yourself a better house or better ways of making money or better ways of spending your time. God would never choose to play God. And in that sense, we are all God because we would never choose to play ourselves. That's what I wrote afterwards, mm. but I guess like the thing I liked about it was like oh, so interesting. You can I also equated it to like Inception, right? Mm. Like how When they went into a dream, within a dream, whatever, blah. They got to a place where they had a whole life together, remember? Mm -hmm. And it's like that. It's like, okay, if you could... If every single night when you went to bed, you had like full control over your dreams he's right for the first however many nights maybe longer than a couple days maybe a week maybe two whatever you would dream perfect versions of life like you're you know you would play god in the sense that you would make everything exactly the way that you would want it and it would Mm. be awesome But at some point that gets boring, right? You'd Mm. wake up and you'd live your normal life and you'd be like, Oh man, what am I going to do tonight? I like, I don't know. I want to get like, let's get a little crazy, you know? Mm. Like maybe this one will be like a little, maybe something's going to happen, you know? And like you have a whole life of every night to dream that, right? At some point you're going to stop dreaming the boring stuff. You're going to stop dreaming the, the perfect world. And you're going to start dreaming surprises and maybe consequences and maybe fears just to feel something.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And I like that he says like, at some point, within the multi- multitudes, the multiplicity mm-hmm. of possibilities, you would dream exactly the life you're having now. Because if you had the choice to play God, you would never dream about playing God because you already did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You you already could have it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I really, Alan Watts is like he was something else
0: i think um also it's uh yeah i think in the beginning it's you know the fact of you i mean it's i think everyone kind of understands the whole like you know you can't experience you know happiness without sadness like if you eradicated all sadness from the earth then there is no true happiness because there's nothing comparable you know as above to so below yeah i mean that's kind of what he started off with and i think that's kind of uh you know a, a part of our existence is to have strife and you know negative times or feelings or situations i mean it does come from a bit of a place of our life i mean our lives aren't necessarily the hardest lives that you can have on the earth. So it's like, you know, we can kind of say like, we've had some strife, but you know, it's good. We had it so we can enjoy what we have now. Well, some people never stop having strife or, you know, whatever. So there's that too. But I mean, I I do think it's true. If you don't understand that you can't enjoy what you have, if you never, if there wasn't a time when you didn't have it, you know? And I think if you were to have a, like you said, if there was a situation where you could have everything you wanted for always,
1: you'd get bored
0: forever. Everything you wanted always forever. It wouldn't be interesting. And yeah,
1: that's what I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's just a genius though. I mean, even, I mean, that Mm -hmm. was probably, I don't know when that speech was from, but I Mm -hmm. would guess the sixties or Mm seventies, you know, I just, yeah, he's a genius. Um, next
3: a guy named steve said get a date with your daughter And I was like, I've never pursued her like I would pursue a woman. So what would make this even different? Women want
1: to feel safe, they want to feel seen, they want to feel heard, they want to feel acknowledged. i would never given her that. I treat her like a three-year-old. She's 15. So in that moment, I declared who I was gonna be. Instead of, I hope she sees that I've changed, I created an identity that no one modeled for me. And I said, I am the most powerful
2: representation of who Kyle will marry one day. Whatever those words were, me thinking different speaking different doing different actions and within two months she was like daddy you're different so that was a trust the process I've casted a vision and claimed who I was by me claiming
1: it I created this portal and then just by me voicing it out I started day by day working towards that consciously and unconsciously a guy
4: named Steve said get a date
1: I don't like a lot of this but I like the um the idea that It's like,
0: well, the, I feel, I, 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 I don't like a lot of it, I'll be honest,
1: but some of it, there's, yeah. there's something in there that is, there's a kernel of wisdom there.
0: Yeah, I guess what I'm, what I kind of think is there's a lot of talk about how like, you, I guess, I guess intrinsically it's true that you end up with someone that is similar to your parents, mo- mostly. Uh-huh. but I think it's a little bit of the wrong way of looking at it. Cause I think it just, it takes the onus of, I think it's like, I, I wouldn't, if I have, so if I have, if I'm married and I have a family and I have a daughter, I don't think I should think I need to treat my daughter. How a man that she's with should treat her. I don't think, I don't think that's, I mean, I think you should treat your daughter well or whatever, but I think you need to think of it in a different way where you think of, I need to treat my partner, even if it's not, you know, who you who you, is your child's mother, you know, if you're in a relationship... I think you need to, as a, especially as a man... Like
1: role model the behaviors you would I think you, you need like. to,
0: yeah. I think you need to, yeah, role model behaviors that you would want your daughter to find in someone. I don't think it's the... I think it's the wrong way of looking at it. Like I'm modeling what my daughter's husband is. I I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's, you need to show what a healthy relationship looks like. Yeah. I think it's just a, I don't know. I think they're saying
1: the same thing, but he said it uh, a little creepily.
0: Yeah. I don't like, it's like I'm dating my daughter. Like, I don't like that kind of like whateverness. but I think it's like in your relationships, your, you know, romantic relationships. If you're a, a man with a woman in this case, you know, I think you should model what it's like to be in a, in a respectful relationship with a loving, woman.
1: caring. Yeah, yeah. And I think Safe. you should
0: speak. Yeah, the, and speaking yeah. of, I think it's also like speaking of women in a way that's not. But the other piece pejorative. that doesn't
1: have to do with that necessarily. The other piece. the other part
0: of um kind of like um well the that,
1: parenting piece that he's saying. Mm-hmm. I think there's something in um like not treating your kids like not under treating your kids, like not treating them like their children when they're not anymore. Yeah. Or even for me, even when they're children, not treating them like children. Cause I know I've, I think I've talked about it with you before where it's like, I truly believe people, people give you what people, people feed into your expectations of them. Mm-hmm. If I expect you to be flaky, you're going to be because you mm-hmm. know, I expected of you. So if I know you're going to do it already, what incentive do you have not to? Yeah. If I know you're a flaky person, what incentive do you have to show up? Because I know you're going to flake already. Mm-hmm. Or if I know you are a deceptive person, what, you know what I mean? What incentive do you have to prove me wrong? If I expect you to behave with honor and respect and whatever the, you know, whatever the things are. And like for kids in the example of raising kids, I think if you have the expectation that kids will be respectful or that kids will be well-behaved or well-mannered or whatever, they show up Mm. because I think even there's an intuitive piece to it. It's not even in the words you say, it's, it's not even stuff like that. I think it's, I think kids, even, even children so young that they don't even know that they're intuiting that can read off of you, your expectations. Mm. If you expect them to throw a tantrum, they will. And if you expect them to take some deep breaths, you know what I mean? Like instead of throwing a tantrum, we're going to, you know, we're going to do some deep breathing and we're going to, we're okay. And we're going to think about it. If that's your expectation, they're going to feed it right back to you. But if your expectation is, this is a really good example. I don't know if I should or should not be talking about this, but I'm going to really good example is our nephew Mm -hmm. with um, certain members of his family. He behaves in certain ways and he behaves differently around us. And I, that's not even, that's not me trying to be like, oh, we're so awesome. Yeah. It's literally like um, there was an event here that, at the Super Bowl. We had it here. Like we had mm-hmm. people come over here. And they often have things there, right? Very often. Same yeah. group of people. Mm-hmm. Same event where it's either... There's an event like we're getting in the pool or we're watching a TV show or we're there's an event, but then there's dinner and dessert usually. So it's the same situation, same group of people, different setting. And for example, in that setting, that's not here where we are not the ones in control or where we are not the main people in charge of what his situation is, what he's eating, what he's doing, Mm -hmm. where he's going. Um, he gets yelled at a lot and reminded to do things that he doesn't need reminding of. He's like eight years old. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need to be reminded to eat. He doesn't need to be reminded to drink. He doesn't need to be reminded to sit still. He doesn't need to be reminded Um, of those things. And he's constantly being told like, you're not eating fast enough. You're not eating enough. Like you're not finished with your plate. Like stop drinking, stop drinking while you're eating because you're filling your belly up. Stuff like that.
0: I have a question. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is stupid.
1: Mm.
0: And maybe this is also because I don't know, because of my situation and relationship with food. Um, Do kids not, if you just, I mean, not fully hands off. If you're just like, here's some food, go for it. Do kids just eat what they need to eat or do they overeat intrinsically? Or is it dependent upon the kid? Like if you, you have your kids.
1: It's dependent upon the kid. I do. Some kids will undereat purposefully because it's a, it also depends on the raising, right? So some like, kids will undereat purposefully because they know that later they'll get a snack and they'll get to pick what snack it is. Mm. And it's, for example, if dinner is broccoli
2: mm. and
1: chicken, and they don't want broccoli and chicken. They want whatever snack they get later, which might be like apple and peanut butter or grapes mm. or uh, fucking whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Then I'll eat three bites of chicken. And one piece of broccoli, and I am definitely not full, but I what don't if the like this meal.
0: snack is secretly another piece of chicken from that meal? You know what I mean. Well, I guess my thing is like well, okay th- again. If you, that comes back to the you raising. have your children,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and you are just like here's the food, guys. You don't say it because they're infants, but like you, you're like this is the food when they're you know five five or six or whatever. When they understand, you know, they're they're r- relational. They un- interact with people more. What do they do?
1: Well, it depends. It depends. Some kids, you want to think that kids will eat. we eat until they're full, right? That's what the ideal mm-hmm. situation is. They're not going to under eat. They're not going to still be hungry, right? And they're not going to gorge themselves to the point where they're going to throw up. Mm-hmm. The you want the situation to be that they're going to eat till they're full, and then if there's stuff left over, there's stuff left. They're full. Mm-hmm. They don't have. You don't have to finish your plate if you're full.
0: Because yeah. my thing is.
1: But that deception piece comes in early because, again, it depends on the nurture part of your household. If you have parents who will not give you another snack, you're probably going to overeat, right? Because mm-hmm. you know you're not going to get more food later. If you have parents that you know for a fact are going to give you one or two snacks between now and the time you go to bed and you know those snacks are going to be good, you might undereat because you, you know, it, it depends on what your household mm-hmm. is like. So Yeah, I guess. And I can't speak to his household mm-hmm. at nighttime. I don't know what they do.
0: Yeah. I guess my thing is, like, if you just let a kid from birth just, like, here's your food, yeah. go for it, will they just eat what they need? Unless other people are, like, like if if they're outside forces that are, like, you should be eating this, you shouldn't be eating that, you're doing what, whatever. I feel like that's where people form negative or um, strained uh, relationships, relationships with, with food. Because it's, like, for me, it's, like, my thing with sweets is because I was always told cookie counting, You know what I mean? We, a tale as old as cookie time. We counten. know, we know about it. Um, and that's, I mean, and it's something that I'm still working on where it's like, if there are sweets, I'm eating all of them because there could never be sweets again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mentally. I know intrinsically I can go to the fucking wherever and buy whatever I want, whenever, but there's still a mental block for me where it's like, if I don't eat these, they could be gone. Or, and I could I never really, get them I really, I really
1: think it's, I, I think in this specific instance, especially with food, I think that it's, uh, nurture versus a nature issue because obviously like, because we could have this conversation about 10 different kids in 10 different households and every single one's going to be different because it depends on how the parents behave with food. It depends on the parents' relationship with food. Again, you know, in one house, there are no snacks, right? Dinner is dinner Mm. and then nothing happens between then and And bedtime Mm -hmm. in another house, it may be a free for all. And you may say, I fully trust my kids. You know, I trust you to eat what, what, until you're full at dinner. And then if you're hungry later, go in the pantry and get yourself a snack. I'm not going to monitor you. You're hungry. There's stuff in there. I'm not going to buy stuff that you can't have. So help yourself. Right. And then there's 10 other families in the middle of that where it's like, okay, we're going to have monitored snacks where, I will get you one snack and you have two choices. And these are the two choices, right? There's that family. There's versions hmm. of this all the way from really harsh to really liberal. And so I really think that this is a situation of nurture where it's like, what, what's the parent's relationship with food? What's the parent's relationship with control? Um, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But I, I see a lot of people. I see both. I mean, honestly, mushroom mama is pretty liberal. Um, You know, eat until you're full, all done, you're finished. Okay, no problem. That's when I take it away. Versus this instance that I'm talking about is like, like I said, it's almost like, it's like pecking. It's like a chicken pecking. It's like, no, you need to eat that. You need to eat another bite. You have, to, you have to finish three more bites, and you're not allowed to have another sip of water until you finish those bites, because that's making you full. And it's just like, here, when we had the Super Bowl thing, we were like, hey, we have all this food out. Um, what do you want on your plate? Like, I'll make you a plate real mm. quick. I made the plate. We sat it down. And I was like, can I eat with you? And he was like, yeah. Yeah. He and I were the only ones over there. Everybody else was like over here, like watching whatever, Mm. you know, picking, you know, because it's Super Bowl. It's like canned foods. Yeah. And uh, I didn't say a single word and he finished his entire plate, drank at his leisure, like a normal fucking person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like when you don't, when you're not all over someone, it's, they give you like, you know, if you are expected to do something. If you're expected to misbehave, you're going to misbehave. If you're expected to not finish your meal, you're not going to finish your meal. You know,
4: Mm -hmm.
1: when it comes to my parenting, like in the future, I I will tell you right now that I will not be one of those people. I will never be one of those parents who's making multiple meals because so and so doesn't like this and so and so only likes this and like, oh, we're gonna have steaks, but I'm making I'll I'll make mac and cheese and chicken nuggets because they won't eat steak. Mm. I'm not doing that. I'm not having three meals, I'm not preparing separate items, like this is dinner. Mm -hmm. But I don't I also don't anticipate like the way I'm saying it right now is much more harsh because I don't anticipate there being Pushback on this is you know what i mean we eat delicious amazing food mm-hmm. and if we do that forever from the very beginning yeah then there's not going to be a lot of but i, I mean, don't there... like steak and brussels sprouts with bacon
0: no i mean i'm sure there'll be some things that they won't of like. course that's...
1: and that's fine
0: yeah will As you we, um you'll
1: try everything and if you don't like it, you don't like it and and also i mean you know this too knowledge is so important and i you know, you have to empower yourself and empower your kids with knowledge. So I think if kids have uh, an understanding in reality and they see their parents do it, this is also really important. But I think if they have an understanding that taste buds change all the time, you're, even adults, full grown adults, taste buds change over 21 days. So some of them come back the same and you still don't like the same thing. But sometimes you surprise yourself. So mm-hmm. I think if you see your parents trying stuff they don't like or they didn't like, you know. hmm and determining whether or not they like it still, or maybe they do, or maybe they don't, whatever. I think that's important to mm-hmm. experience as well. And it'll make a kid more apt to be like, I didn't like Brussels sprouts last week, but I want to try half of one, mm-hmm. you know? And maybe they still don't like it. That's fine. If you don't like it, that's I'm not going to force you to eat something you don't like.
0: Mm-hmm. Will you give me in the moment coaching with your... <laughs> <laughs> for what? With your children so that I'm not... For what? ...saying things... For whatever. For, You're going
1: to do fine. I know, but... You're like, so if, much more worried than I if am. There, if there I've also never things... had kids. I don't know if you knew this about well, I me. know,
0: but you, you've you read... you both read stuff and know things or I've whatever. not read anything about He's children. read a whole book.
1: He didn't read that book. He didn't read
0: that I book. I feel that he maybe did. I don't think he did. I think he did. <clears throat> Either way...
1: You're giving him a lot of credit.
0: You both are knowledgeable and you're about to have them. So I feel you have more knowledge on this. Um, But, um, oh, and I have a question for you. It was, uh, this is, it's on the same topic, but it's out of our agenda. Okay. So whatever. Um, Okay. So my first thought is yeah, give me in the moment coaching if I'm going outside of your house policies. Okay. Because I don't want to be annoying. I feel that we have a relationship that's. And we know. all.
1: You also have already eaten dinner. You know what I mean. With us a million times. My yeah, I'm not I, I gonna wanna, change just because there are babies around.
0: Well, I know, but I'm saying like when they start to you know grow and be like you you'll know intelligent I know, but I'm saying like so. I know, but I'm saying like if thing if I if I say things I will that give you guys do. You coaching, to, yeah. if
1: you need it, but I don't think that that will. I don't mm-hmm. think it'll come up because you'll have you'll have grown and evolved in this situation as well. So you'll have been privy to it, Mm -hmm. seen it, heard it, you know what I mean? Familiarize yourself with it along Mm -hmm. the way. Yeah. But I will. Yes. Fine. Mm -hmm. Yep. Along that
0: line. Yes. There was someone who called into an advice podcast that I sometimes listen to. Um, And the guy was like me and my, you know, he was like, I think it's, he's in a relationship with someone for a couple of years and his siblings and her siblings are older and they're all having children. And he's like, sometimes, you know, we're hanging out with our siblings that have children and we're like, like we think to ourselves or say to each other, like they're fucking up this kid <laughs> in some way, some capacity. He was like, What do you, do you say anything to that person or not that, I mean, I don't think I would. No,
1: no, no, but keep going.
0: You know what I mean? Not that I'm Uh trying to like, you know, say something or whatever, but do you say something or just let it go? How do you say it? And I want to know, I'll tell you my answer, but
1: then Mm -hmm. I would like to know what whomever said to whomever Mm -hmm. in response to that. Yeah. My answer is, I don't know because I have this with mushroom mama. Mm -hmm. because like the other day when she was here she said uh she said i hope she doesn't listen (laughs) surely she doesn't (laughs) no i'm nervous i hope she doesn't uh i don't want to offend you if you do listen just text me um we're okay we're cool i still love you uh when she was here she was like um I know you're, like, you're super cool with, like, you were, like, super supportive of me with, like, the whole co-sleeping thing. And you, like, thought it was the best thing for us and, like, whatever. But, like, what are you going to do with two? Uh, If you guys aren't privy to my inner monologue, I was not cool with the co-sleeping thing. I think it's super dangerous. I have talked about this on the podcast, how I have seen a couple TikToks and I actually do I've heard of the benefits of it and they actually make a lot of sense we've talked about this yeah I just don't I don't think that the benefits outweigh the risks Mm -hmm. especially not for me me myself personally maybe that changes when you have a kid and maybe you become less whatever I just feel like when I'm asleep I'm asleep and I don't I no longer have consciousness to care about if I roll over my infant or if my infant's face is under a pillow, in a pillow, on a pillow. I know it's not the
0: same, but I know for me, when I've slept, like my dog slept with me or my cat, I'm kicking that thing the whole night. You know what I mean? Because I'm not awake. You don't have
1: consciousness. to. Maybe it changes. Like I said, mm -hmm. you you and I both don't know this mm -hmm. because you could have an instinctual thing, you know, whatever. But I... She, it was just funny because I, she has an impression that I was super supportive of that behavior. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, I just didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Re your point. So, this is an area where, like, for example, I think because we've talked about the benefits, and to be honest with you, I don't really want to get into them. I hope you guys remember them, listeners.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's we've a, talked
1: about the couple an... benefits that I've seen about co sleeping, mm-hmm. and there are a couple that make sense. Um, And the really obvious risk would be like suffocation or um, death or hurting uh, the child, right? It could roll off the bed. You could roll onto it. It could suffocate and be dead when you wake up. You just don't know, um, et cetera, right? You're not even supposed to put a blanket in a crib. Mm -hmm. So it can't be safe to put a a sleeping baby while you're asleep next to you. Um, No matter if it's six months or two years, it, it doesn't matter.
0: Maybe, I guess this is my thing. Could you just put it? You keep it, it in, a, in, a in a bassinet, or, bassinet or keep the like right next or to your keep bed? the
1: Yeah, but they don't do that. That's not co sleeping. Co sleeping is sleeps in the bed with me. Is there now a, for me? And again, I, mean, I
0: really, you're all sleeping I don't even in the same space. Is it really a?
1: I don't even like this about myself. I'll be honest, but for me, the risks. Of course, those are the easy risks that you think of immediately, hmm. but for me, the disadvantages lesser risks there it's not really a risk but the disadvantages to co-sleeping for me are we've talked about this i think i know i've talked about it with Rosie cotton because we talked about this exact um situation uh are uh learning intimacy learning privacy um learning um personal space Mm -hmm. and the importance of personal space right this is going to sound really ugly but i'm just going to say it if you think about the kids who had, who grew up in a two bedroom and there were six kids and a, and, and a parent or whatever the case is, there's two bedrooms in the house and let's say there are three to four people in each of those bedrooms. Think about those kids at school and how they behaved. These are the close talkers. These are the people that are hugging strangers. These are the people that are going up to their teachers and like hanging on them, hanging on their legs, being inappropriately close. And I'm not saying that it has anything to do with sexuality because it doesn't. But I do think that there is also a disadvantage because at some point those people, those, I mean, you could say, hi, Bobby.
0: That was a big jump. You did it.
1: Um that AB just jumped onto the back of the couch and he has been really ill and he would never have been able to make that jump uh, some time ago. I know. Can you go see big boy? Go see him. Here. He's
0: not interested right now.
1: Can you come down there and go see him? I don't want you to fall down. Um, for hey, me, buddy. those children, however old they are, let's say from age two to age six, those kids um, are... Also, sexuality is a. We associate the word sexuality with like um, romantics, like with romanticism and like with uh, overt sexuality, as Mm. in touching private parts or pleasure or displeasure. We associate that. But sexuality also means hey, just discovery as in like figuring out what that is, mm-hmm. what your parts are, what is and is not appropriate and acceptable, who can touch your parts, where they are, etc. Right? Like just what are, what are you attracted to? Right? What are What is nice and what is not nice in the realm of your parts and your body? Mm-hmm. I think that those ideals can be conflated when your idea of intimacy and privacy have been disrupted by co-sleeping. That's what I worry about, at least. It may not be true. It may not necessarily be true. But for me, those are things that I'm thinking about Um, because I knew those kids. Like, I knew some of those kids who would hang on the teacher's leg. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not... I'm was, not saying it's not okay to want affection. There, but was, uh,
0: there was one kid. There's too much. He uh, called my, my teacher mom in all grades. I remember elementary school. I, I had class with him a couple times, and he always called the teacher mom.
1: Yeah, I just. Mm.
0: Principal had to tackle him.
1: And for, <laughs> for mushroom mama, mom. I mean, it's not that big a deal because she's no longer co-sleeping and she's only she's almost she's 20 months the the mm-hmm. baby. So, she's no longer co-sleeping. So, I don't think that those things that I just said those disadvantages are necessarily applicable here cuz she's not learning any of that stuff. It's not specifically yeah. important at this this age. But for at example, this age. at this age, but for example, um you know that the term velcro kid or like mm. uh, clingy when kids are clingy. Yeah. I think that that's can certainly be An effect of that, right? You co-slept until almost two years old. And then you wonder why your kid can't be apart from you.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: It's because they literally were not only with you all day, every day during the day,
4: Mm -hmm. but
1: then slept near your heartbeat the whole time for two years. So then you wonder why they don't have the social skills to want to be near other people. And then you're like, oh, my baby just loves me so much. It's like, well, that or... You've emotionally manipulated your child into needing you at every moment, Mm -hmm. which is not a purposeful thing. You're not doing it on purpose, but I don't know. Anyway, this is a good example. I'm sorry to elongate your thing of, um, of something when I did not speak up Mm -hmm. when I did have a, uh, a conflating opinion with something that my friend was going to do. But at the end of the day, it was not my oh. okay. Sorry.
0: This is cool.. I'm trying.
1: It's okay. Um, at the you end of the day,
0: bumping the cables.
1: It wasn't my choice to make. I did not feel that my opinion in the matter was gonna change the outcome. Mm-hmm. So maybe that has something to do with it. If you feel like you're watching someone really fuck up their kids if you feel like your opinion isn't going to change anything, then I would say it's probably not worth it Mm -hmm. because you don't want to risk whatever relationship you do have with those people over something that they're not going to listen to. If they're the type of people that might be receptive or that might even have a conversation about it, even if you don't think that they'll take it, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: even if they don't, you don't think they'll take your advice, but maybe they'd be receptive to a conversation and not be, negative toward you or your relationship after that conversation, then I think it's okay. But I think that's a decision you have to make on a case by case basis. You know, like is the person that you're trying to, that you're trying to say, Hey, I just want to let you know something I'm seeing. It's like, like, like the thing we just talked about um, with that person. Hey, I'm noticing these patterns. Yeah. If you think that the person you're going to have a difficult conversation with is going to be, receptive or at least not be hurt by the conversation. I think it's worth having most certainly because then maybe they can give you some insight that you didn't know about. Maybe they can be like, Oh, well this is why I was kind of making those Mm -hmm. choices, but I do see what you're saying with X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if like in the case I'm talking about, you think that having that conversation is going to negatively impact the relationship overall and it may not have any effect whatsoever on the thing that you're having the conversation about. I E let's use this example, wherein, if I were to have a conversation, like co-sleeping is really dangerous. I don't think the risks out or the benefits outweigh the, outweigh the risks here. And this is why, like this is some stuff I know. And if instead of her being like, wow, those are good points. um, She might be like, well, that's what I'm doing. And it's my choice. And then our relationship is hindered because of it. Mm. Is it really worth it? Like, that's what I'm saying, case by case basis. What did the person say was the advice? So, it's
0: two brothers, and they, the one um, has children, and the other one does not. But they both said, um, because people, um, especially in the United States, are very much so, they're my children, and I'm going to raise them. My way. Mm -hmm. Um, To not say anything.
1: They both said, "Don't say anything."
0: Mm-hmm. To have a conversation <laughs> with your partner, if it's something that you think it's like, let's get on the same page as this, you know, for for our future yeah. um, endeavors. But um, they were like, just not to not say
4: anything. say
0: anything.
1: That's interesting. I mean, yeah, I think if I think you <sighs> need to gauge whether or not the person's receptive. Yeah, but I, mean, I think for
0: me, I feel like if if I was in that situation with you, I probably just don't. I would just want. I don't think I would ever think like you were doing something bad. I would just want to know why you would be doing something a certain way. Cause I don't, I don't know. Cause I'm not a parent. Or, you know but I mean? even
1: if you saw, for example, like my OCD behaviors mm-hmm. being specifically like, um, not triggering, what's the word? Like flaring up, mm-hmm. you know, more so than normal or whatever. Like maybe I've been doing a good job for a while, but then all of a sudden I'm mm-hmm. like flaring up with certain like OCD ticks or something. Yeah. And you were like, feels like you're really doing that thing where your kids aren't allowed to um start eating until you've reached your hand to the handle of the fridge um everything good <laughs> you know what
0: I mean like yeah
1: like if it's something like that I don't think that that's any kind of whatever
0: yeah because for me it's like I don't really
1: you know what I mean I don't think that that's bo- like you know we joke about it but there's always like a tinge of truth and joke mm-hmm. and also like god I his hair all over my face. Oh my Probably. God. I'm so sorry. I'm so a gross. A lot of things <laughs> I'm so gross. Um, But, uh, I think if the place that you're coming from is a place of like wanting to be helpful and not wanting to just be like, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if you're not coming at it from like,
0: well, I think it's like
1: that guy said, like you're really fucking up your kids, but moreover, like, I don't know if you notice this, but you're doing this. I, are you doing it on purpose? If you are doing it on purpose, that's fine. Why are you doing You know what I mean? Like you had just said, like, mm-hmm. explain it to me. Because maybe, because the reality is, you could ask me a question and be like, why are you doing it that way? And I could not know I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like with the OCD yeah, thing? Yeah, I think
0: honestly, I think also, maybe this is just as of any kind of difficult conversation, like we've talked about before. It's like approaching it neutrally with, that's not the right way to say it. Approaching it, new, do you, do you say neutrally? Is that a word? With neutrality, with, is that with you're
1: neutrality? Neutral. I think neutrally is a word. I'm not sure.
0: Approach uh, it neutrally.
1: I think yes, it sounds right to me.
0: Um, and just be like, and have a conversation about it. I don't think. I mean, honestly, I, I don't. Unless something was egregious, I don't think I would ever approach a conversation with someone about how they were raising their children in a combative way. You know what I mean? I think it's all just like checking your tone and make sure that you're approaching it in a conversational way.
1: I'm really nervous that I'm actually going to be too strict Mm -hmm. because I really don't want, I really don't want my kids to be um, assholes or like, you know, just like wild Mm -hmm. wildlings. Like when they show up somewhere and they just, you know, those kids when they like come into a store and they're just wildlings they're Mm. everywhere they're so loud you're like what is even it's a literal Tasmanian devil Mm -hmm. like you know I don't want them to do that there's this
0: I, I will never forget this little kid in a bucket hat he would come in and his mom I think um I think his mom was trying to do and I think this is another thing that's important that we talk about is the gentle parenting thing that's also what mushroom mama does because well here's what I believe in I think you should do gentle parenting, but I don't think people understand what that means. Gentle parenting is not, you let them do whatever and you just keep saying the same thing over and over again. And there's no discipline. You can there's still no... be, you can still be direct
1: and have rules.
0: And uh-huh. it's just not, um, screaming, hitting that kind of thing. Right. Cause I don't think that, I mean, in a psychological f- sense outside of, you know, morally or how I feel about raising children, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense in terms of benefits and rewards. It doesn't work as, a, as an as an animal on the planet. That's not how we get conditioned. No negative. It's ne- negative reinforcement. It doesn't work. Never is not work. It doesn't or work. Negative. Um. Whatever. Not. That's not the right Positive
1: thing. Positive reinforcement and negative. Something. Yeah.
0: Positive what is reinforcement. It? It's a negative. Uh,
1: Positive reinforcement. And negative, negative
0: punishment at positive there's punishment and uh reinforcement and negative yeah cuz it's uh the pavlovian conditioning
1: yeah it's pavlovian negative yeah negative punishment i believe
0: yeah negative punishment because it's the I remember the chart from uh, AP psychology. It was a uh, because po- it's positive negative. Because you
1: can have both. You Posi- can have negative reinforcement and mm-hmm. you can have negative punishment, mm-hmm. and you can have positive reinforcement and you can have positive punishment. Right? Yeah. It's, isn't it like a Punnett square kind of situation? Yeah,
0: it's a Punnett. So that's exactly what I was thinking. It was a chart. It's a Punnett square, but most of the time,
1: I I didn't. By the way, I I came up with Punnett square all by myself.
0: Yeah, it's exactly like that. It's just a little chart, and it's positive, and you can do a yeah. Same thing like a punnett square. It's positive. You can have positive punishment. Positive and negative aren't like um good and bad. It's adding something or taking away something. Yeah, let's so see. Positive, positive is you're adding something, a condition, and negative is you're taking away a condition. So positive
1: reinforcement is like a reward. Can
0: I just shout out I just want to say, maybe I'm outing myself here. I just want to shout out Miss Maria Vita. She's my AP psychology teacher. She won uh Teacher of the year, for this state.
1: Shout out! Hope she didn't sexually assault anyone. Um, no,
0: no, she was a she's a good person. She has a positive
1: re- reinforcement is like a reward.
0: It it's like a reward.
1: Like a reward. <laughs> uh, positive punishment is.
0: You're adding a negative. Adding unpleasant stimulus. conditions. Yeah. Yep.
1: And then negative reinforcement is. I don't like this reward desired behavior by removal of stimulus.
0: Yeah. Like torture.
1: Yeah. Pressure <laughs> cluck, tap. Yeah. Most common in horse training. That's rude. like taking something away and then negative punishment is. <laughs> I do not like this. It says punishment un... punish undesired behavior Removing a stimulus, rarely acceptable for horses, better for children. (laughs) What? (laughs) Rarely acceptable for horses, better for children.
0: (laughs) Thanks, website.
1: Why did it say that? Um, Here we go.
0: Hold on a second.
1: Rarely acceptable for horses, better for children. Let me get on my. Uh. Okay, here we go. These have examples, but all these examples are for horses as well. (laughs) What the fuck? This is a different website, and all the examples are horses. Uh, (laughs) The example of negative punishment in this one is ceasing to scratch a horse's itch when it leans into you. Because you're removing pleasant stimulus to decrease a behavior. <laughs> Rarely acceptable for horses. Better for children.
0: <laughs> um, okay.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. What were we talking about with this? Parenting? Yeah. Yeah. Negative punishment hardly ever works.
0: What were we talking about previously, though, with And negative parenting? reinforcement.
1: Uh, like, the advice thing about, mm-hmm. do you give people advice? We gone
0: on, yeah, but we...
1: And then we went to, um, oh, I said I don't want my kids to be, like, menaces. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost more nervous that I'm going to be too strict. Because I'm like, I want you to be, like, respectful and, mm-hmm. like, well-behaved and, you know...
0: Oh, yeah, but with gentle parenting, it's not oh, people... Oh, gentle parenting, that's what we're talking about. <clears throat> There was this child that would run around and scream. I,
1: well, I remember a child that did that.
0: Do you remember? He was in the bucket hat and his uh-huh. mom had red hair. Was she and like, she looked like a safari woman. Like she was going to a safari every day.
1: Oh, I don't think we're talking about that. She, thing. Was, she wore like of,
0: a, a white shirt and a loose, no. loose button down Do you with know shorts who I'm talking and about when hiking boots.
1: There was a young child, a boy, approximately three years old. Mm-hmm. And the mother was kind of like... Um, the The color of the red hair was not red-orange. It was like red-purple, like dye, like mm-hmm. bad dye. And this person was like, I am i don't want to be rude, white trash. All, mm-hmm. She was always wearing pajamas, and the kid always had a blanket. And when he came in, same thing. She would carry him in, but then put him on the ground when she was ordering, and he mm-hmm. would just scream bloody murder. Scream bloody murder. Just, ah! The whole time. And she would not do anything. Well, not say a word.
0: This parent would... Um, the one that I'm thinking of different, different person, the child would run around screaming and she would just be like, please stop doing that. Stop, please. (laughs) Like that's not gentle parenting. Gentle parenting. That's no parenting. Well, well, yeah, it's just, it's called making yourself fucking crazy because you're just like, neglect. well, you can still be firm with gentle parenting. It's just not being aggressive and abusive. I think that's what people don't understand is someone, someone, I, f- I wish I saved it. It was a great example. It was this guy, and he was like, what gentle parenting is not? And he gave an example with, um, I think he posted an example, and then he showed, he was like, this is what gentle parenting is. And his child was doing something wrong, and he was like, no, we don't do that. Put it back. Just like that. Like that tone. Probably even lighter than that, honestly. And... You know, he took the... I think he was... The kid was playing with a fork or something. And he took it from him. And he said, don't do that. And then, like, he was just, just like that. It was an even tone. Firm. And, you know, took it away. And stopped the behavior. And that's that's what that is. Gentle parenting. Gentle parenting is not... Okay. Please listen to, to dad... Are you listening? Turn on your listening ears, please. Just running around, screaming at the top of their lungs. You know what I mean? That's not what I gentle do. parenting is. And this lady would just be talking to him, just keep talking to him the whole time, just like this, while he was screaming and running around, knocking things over. Like, that's not, like, that's not is. You're not, not that doing is. anything. No, because you're not even, like, pinging their radar when you're like that. You know no, what I mean? You you're not that's even... What
1: I'm saying. You're not doing anything because you don't exist to them, like...
0: Yeah, you have to, you have to, like... You have to. You're not even like a blip. You're they're in their own world. Like you have to, like stop, stop them, say something. But it's just not aggressive. You know what I mean? I think that's what people like. Where people miss out on that. It's not like they can just do whatever they want. You just keep, just keep talking, just in this tone, no matter what's going on. They're smashing every glass in a store, but I'm just talking like this gentle parenting. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're smashing
1: every glass in the store.
0: It's okay. Don't worry. I will clean. I will ask the nice hello attendant. Can I please? But
1: inside, she's insane. She's going crazy already. Like she
0: kills people after the baby goes to bed because of her (laughs) pent up rage. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like that's not gentle parenting. That's craziness.
1: Yeah. No, I don't want that. Um,
0: Yeah, I think it's just you can be firm and set a rule or a guideline without it being smacking their hand. You know, spanking them yelling making them cry it's like this is the this is the situation this is the way this is the way i have spoken
1: (laughs) this is the way
0: (laughs) and yeah i think that's what gentle parenting is i mean maybe other people feel different ways but that's how i feel it is
1: um speaking of parenting uh I don't know if this, I sent this on like near Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And it was about like who is Mother's Day for? Mm-hmm. Do I need to do it or like go on a diatribe?
0: How, what, how do you ever, do you feel like I you're don't interested know. in? I
1: celebrate it with my mother in law. Am I expected to celebrate it with my own mother? Let's put this to bed once and for all. If you have made your mother or your mother in law a grandmother, you no longer have to
2: center them. The grandmothers in Mother's Day, you parent children living in your home
1: 24-7. So it's for you, and they can deal. Like, there were a couple of them that were to this effect, but basically it said, like, Mother's Day or Father's Day, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. These days are for the people who are doing the job day Mm -hmm. in and day out whose children live in the home and whose children need parenting.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so why they if have grandparents' are, day. Huh? That's why they have grandparents' day.
1: Yeah, if you are the parent of someone who has children, it's no longer Mother's Day or Father's Day for you. Mm-hmm. If you get a card, cool, but it's no longer about you or for you. You did it. You had 18 years of Mother's Days. You're done.
0: Yeah, I think... Um, Pass the torch. Yeah, I mean, I think if you, you know... Uh, yeah, I think it's just like I don't think it needs to be a well, I mean, I don't know. I feel a like lot I a lot of people make it about to, them and you know that. Yeah. I mean, I guess if, you know, in my example like I don't know, like if I have a family, I'll still get my mom like some flowers, but I don't think she's going to care if it's like you know. Well, a big speaking to-do of Mother's Day, her. you
1: wanted to talk about it. What did I say? Your mother's day, you said my grandma and my uncle.
0: Yeah, it's this weird um man. I guess we're circling back to my grandmother, but yeah, my—I guess I'm going to out myself, my family here. I guess my feelings about my family. I guess I
1: think, I think that's long gone, long, long since passed.
0: I don't have a super close relationship with uh, my uncle on my mom's side. You know, we're just not super close. Um, but as of recently, I've started to really and. Let's be. I'll be fully honest here. Sorry if he listens. He doesn't. I know, but I'm. Yeah, I feel bad or whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to talk bad about somebody or or whatever. But you know, in all honesty, he hasn't held down a consistent job. He hasn't worked full time in a long time. He has a son. He has a family. You know, not that I think that you know you can't be. Yeah. You know, I, I have. I've had some feelings about about him. Let's say just keeping it, whatever. But he is so good with my grandmother and her dementia, Alzheimer's situation. He's so patient and calm in ways that he's not even with his own child and wife and family. He's so calm and patient. He listens to her and talks with her. He doesn't care how many times he repeats himself. And I just have really grown to respect him in that because way. Because of that, yeah, and like that's really nice. When he, when he, um, like sometimes my grandfather went. You know, he likes to, he like he likes to do a lot of stuff. You know, he likes to go on little day trips or whatever to the beach just for whatever for fun. Yeah, drive down there, look, and come back. Whatever he likes to do stuff. Um, you know, f- frankly, my grandmother needs pretty consistent care. help, and yeah. care. And, you know if if someone's not there to to help her and care for her you know stuff you know stuff gets bad you know in a high I way um and when he's not working because he does part-time work right now he takes care of her helps her you know everything and i don't i mean I guess I've never been in that situation. But I've never had to help or care for someone like that. But I don't know if I have the patience for that. And he never gets upset. He never has, like, he's never angry when he has to do it. He just does it. And I've come to respect him for that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I always respect people who have patience and kindness Mm -hmm. uh, in those situations because it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Being a caregiver generally is I mean, hard. I know he's not full-time care. I get mm-hmm. it. But, you know, just anybody who... Because not everybody has that either. Mm-hmm. Like, even, even for people who aren't... You know, I'm I'm not even... I'm just talking generally, like, about people in a similar situation who might, like, have mm-hmm. a family member who is in need of care. Like, not everybody has the capacity to even be patient like that or to... Like, you know, some people may just avoid talking to her because they're like... You know what I mean? Like I'm going to get stuck or I'm going to have to repeat myself or, you know, whatever. I I have a hard
0: time with that too. I mean, not like I want to avoid having conversations with her in that way, but it's like, it's just hard because it's like, you know, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't remember things from one day to another, let alone, you know, from one, you know, conversation to the next, Yep. you know. She doesn't... She didn't remember my girlfriend. Like, she, you know, stopped by one day. We, You know, we stopped by one day. And the next day, she didn't remember, you know. She was like, oh, I've never seen her before. Have you had a picture? Do you have a picture? My grandfather was like, he met her yesterday. Like, you know, she doesn't remember stuff like that. So, it's like, sometimes it's hard to, like, have a conversation. Because it's like, you know, the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So, I even have a hard time with that. And I don't have as much interaction with her as others but it's
1: hard like i don't know i don't know how good i would be from a third party like outside perspective i know how to behave i know what you're supposed to do like you're supposed to yes and right so like if she doesn't remember you just reintroduce her like it's her first time ever mm-hmm. he- hearing of her oh this is my girlfriend mm-hmm. you've met her every single day she was actually here 2 hours ago you don't remember mm-hmm. this is my girlfriend her name is this i love her very much like just start from baseline, you know. Like mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do. But put in that situation, I don't know if I would still. You know what I mean? Like it's harder yeah. when you're in it. Every anybody mm-hmm. can say.
0: It's also difficult when it's your. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you you get this, but I mean, not that she was my sole caregiver, but I mean, she was my caregiver in a lot of ways for oh, most of my
1: a hundred percent.
0: Most of my young life, and it's like. This person can't even like... And like she was, you know, she ran everything. Like, you know, she ran... I really need
1: a therapist. So do you. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: We need need to see some people.
0: What? Why do you think that?
1: These are things... I mean, you know, I don't know. You know. I mean, we could just talk about these things with a professional. You know. I don't know what you need out of it, but I Mm -hmm. can tell from the conversation. So... This is rude. I'm listening to you. But as you're talking to me, I'm having my own conversation with myself in my head. I think Mm -hmm. we all do this, right? Probably. Hopefully. I don't know. Yeah. I Um, mean, you have your internal. Relating what you're saying to my situation, Mm -hmm. which is rude, but I am listening to you.
0: No, I mean, I don't feel any kind of way about it.
1: But as you know, as I'm doing that, I'm just thinking like how I should, you know what I mean? How I would benefit from talking to a professional who could help me. Mm-hmm. work through those feelings and or assuage some of my guilt and uh, regret, you know, having to do with those situations, mm-hmm. caregiving.
0: Um, it's, it's difficult.
1: Times where you may have been frustrated mm-hmm. dealing with, like you're saying, like times where you may have put yourself at a distance because you knew it was going to be difficult Mm -hmm. And or whatever the case is, you know what I mean? Like you're saying like, you know, I, you know, never a person.
0: There were times where you wouldn't
1: purposefully avoid being around her. But like,
0: I mean, there were times for a long time where I thought like, you know, having, you know, consistent conversations with her might help, you know, because she was a, she's a little bit of a solitary kind of person as an adult, you know, like she kind of was just at her. I mean, she had, she's rheumatoid arthritis. So like, you know, she doesn't get around super well necessarily. So even, you know, she got it when she was 40. So. Most of her adult life, she didn't necessarily go out a whole lot. You know, not that she was, you know, entirely a homebody. But, you know, she wasn't necessarily always, you know, she didn't have her driver's license and all that. Like, whatever. Um, but when I would be done with working, I would come and bring her a drink. When she started to, you know, early on. And I thought, you know, maybe having conversations with her and that kind of thing would help. And I would bring her a tea because that's what she, you know, she would get a, like a tea latte kind of thing. And we would talk about stuff for a while and all of that. And it's like, after a while, it was just like, I just got so impatient with having to, like, it's just like, we we couldn't get past a couple topics of conversation without her forgetting. And it was just like, Yeah, I kind of just felt, like, a little defeated, you know, where it's, like, what am I, like, what am I trying to do, you know? Who is this for, you know? Is it
1: for me or her?
0: Yeah, it's, like, what am I trying, like, do I really think that coming and talking with her is gonna, like, you know, save her mental state? You know, there was a time where she, like, early on when it was just, like, first, like, she... You know, when you get to a certain age, they do the thing at the doctor, like, remember these three words, Yeah. you know, and at the end, she didn't remember them, you know, something in, but still pretty, you know, regularly active operate, you know, that kind of thing. Um
1: Yeah, but I probably couldn't do that right now. <laughs> um, I'm, just, I'm being on. We should do that next time. Mm-hmm. Next time you should tell me three words at the top uh-huh. and see if I can get them at the end. Bet you I can't. I'm not even trying to be rude about myself.
0: But yeah, like I got her like um, the supplements that, um, you know, like... Acetylcholine. A, yeah, acetylcholine yeah. and puzzles and stuff. And... I'm so smart. Yeah.
1: And yet I would not be able to give you three words. So <laughs> smart though.
0: Yeah, I I forget where I heard it, but I that's where I was like... um. So I got her that stuff. But she's like... I admire her in a lot of ways, but something that she is very—I um, would say—I mean, maybe it's not her fatal flaw. That feels a little something, but she's very like prideful, and pride she was is
1: literally not, a, seven, a deadly sin. So I think fatal flaws. She
0: would not. She would not go to the doctor for her memory thing. She would not. You know, she would just not do it because she couldn't, I guess, cope with the fact that she was slipping mentally.
1: I wonder if you could equate any of that with your mom as well.
0: Oh, my mom My mom has so much regret for not making her do... No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, but I know. But oh, my okay. mom takes personal responsibility for my grandma's mental state. And I think that's so... No, but could you
1: then, not in a manipulative way, but in a hopefully positive and helpful way, Mm -hmm. use that, what you just said, to try and help your mom Mm -hmm. make better personal choices for herself by saying, because you and I have had a very similar situation, have slash had with the whole, like, you're my only reason for being, you're the Mm. reason I'm on the planet, you're the reason I exist, like, you're my purpose, you're my everything, blah, 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 right? We had that. We have the same thing. So I wonder if you couldn't use what you just told me, which is that she feels a deep personal responsibility for her own, and, and guilt, for her own inability to get her mother the help that she needed to maybe change the outcome here right? Mm -hmm. Could you not use that and say, mom, like, uh, you know, I know that you have some fears and some anxieties that are surrounding doctors or that are surrounding hearing some diagnoses or hearing some, um, solutions medically to some stuff that's going on. I'm thinking of like sleep apnea and like just general wellness, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, diabetes or whatever. Um, I'm wondering if you couldn't say like, I know you have some fears around that stuff, but I have fears that I'm going to end up not dissimilar to you, where at some point you're going to be in a position where you're going to need constant care and I am going to feel like I didn't do enough to try and use my intellect or my persuasion to get you to better yourself before we got to a point where it's irreversible. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like maybe I'm not saying manipulate because that sounds really awful, but Mm -hmm. I'm saying maybe try and use that perspective to show her like,
0: it's, I think it's the same situation. I don't know if it's as much pride for her as it is.
1: Well, you know what I mean? How she, you know, she, no one likes to hear certain things at the doctor or whatever, but it's like at the same time, Okay, so you don't like to hear it, but it, but this is the outcome. Yeah. Do nothing, and this is the outcome. It's like the same thing with the sleeping thing. It's like that. Well, that. But it's not normal. Mm-hmm. Ask every single person you talk to, and if you can't find someone else for whom your reality is their reality, then you're the outlier. Mm-hmm. Meaning you should seek a solution. Right. If for using my mother as an example, if you ask everyone. That you've ever met, if they've had an avocado-sized hemorrhoid, and no one says they have, you're the outlier, and you should seek a solution.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If this I is was, not common. Yeah, and I got, I got so angry with my mom when we were leaving, um, with uh, after visiting with my girlfriend. Why? Because she said because she like kind of as we were walking to our cars, like she kind of pulled her aside and was like, my mom, my mom was never like this. And if she knew that she, cause she's like, you know, in her pajamas, not with her hair fit, you know, her hairs, you know, whatever. If she knew that she looked like this, she would be so embarrassed. And I said, Hey, like what's the point of this?
1: What's the point of saying that?
0: Yeah. I was like, we all know the situation here so she's she's able to understand that she has some memory issues you know what i mean i don't think it's why are, why are we even saying this you know what i mean like hey of course if she didn't have dementia or alzheimer's she wouldn't be acting like this and would probably have herself put together a little bit more you know what i mean but like yeah, also but like, who she cares does, so like it doesn't it's well, irrelevant. my thing is, like, it's who care? My, my thing is, like, my partner doesn't care. You know what I mean? Like, well, also,
1: like, vanity doesn't have a place here anymore, unfortunately. Like, I mean,
0: also, like, I mean, my thing is, like, who cares?
1: I mean, you know, okay, but my mom's another good example of this. Mm-hmm. You, were, you were literally there. Mm-hmm. Like... Not all the time, but you had to have seen many instances mm-hmm. where vanity played a part. Where my mother would say things that about her own embarrassment. I'm embarrassed about my teeth, or I'm mm-hmm. embarrassed about what... I'm sure that you saw instances of that. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's just kind of... I think that's human nature, almost, mm-hmm. to have some version. Of, and your mother's just having it on behalf of G. Like,
4: mm-hmm.
1: You know, I, I think that... I understand your frustration, Mm -hmm. but I also, I think that vanity just has a, I mean, it's a human condition. It's like, oh man, I'm embarrassed that I, whatever, you know how like some people are embarrassed when their house is gross. They're like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. It's dirty in here. And it's like, I wouldn't have noticed if you hadn't said anything. Yeah. I would never have noticed. It's that Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. But for people, it's like literally no one noticed she was in her pajamas because everybody knows what's up. You know what I mean? She Mm -hmm. like, she's Like, this is really harsh, but no offense, of course. And you obviously know where I'm coming from, like a place of love and respect, Mm -hmm. but like she's debilitating. So it's like Mm -hmm. not, I don't know if I use that right, but she is physically debilitating. Like Mm -hmm. she is, she's on a down, you know, she's downward. Yeah. And in that way. Everybody already knows that. Mm-hmm. So no one had any expectations coming in that she was going to have makeup on. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? No one had any expectations she was going to be wearing her fucking stilettos. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have noticed if you hadn't pointed it out. And like, re read that situation. And like, I don't care. So like, I understand your frustration with it. But at the same time, she's just having that human thing of like, oh, I'm embarrassed. When it's like,
4: mm-hmm.
1: like, eh. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. That's how I feel about it. It's like, why are we having this conversation? I understand. It's like...
1: I mean, like I said, it's a hu- it's human mm. condition. I get it. I yep. get where your mom's coming from, for mm. sure. Um, but at the same time, you kind of have to just... Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to be in any kind of way. That's the least mm. of the stuff going on. <laughs>
0: right. Like...
1: If your mom has a little vanity on behalf of her mother, that's the cool yeah that's fine
0: (laughs) yeah I got yeah I just it made me yeah it was just like of course you know what I mean like who cares you know yeah that's what yeah it just made me frustrated when we when we were leaving but yeah
1: I mean yeah caretaking is hard Mm -hmm. watching someone you love go through that is hard not feeling like you have control over it or like there's much you can do is Mm -hmm. hard so I mean (sighs) I have an interesting perspective because very unfortunately, um, I don't know. (laughs) I'm using my own tragedy and my own life story to be better than other people. I'm a shit bag. But I'm like, I was younger actually when like everything bad happened to me. So like I'm better than you. That's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. But, you know, very unfortunately, I went through it a lot younger. So I can't imagine that it's easy. Because, as you know, the older and more set in your ways you get, mm-hmm. the more and the more, like, kind of, um, like, set in your ways is, isn't is bad phraseology, but I can't think of better, like, stu- not stubborn, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, old people are more adverse to change. And they're used to people being where, you know, in the roles that they're in their parents are in the role of their parents, their bosses in the role of their boss. And so any of those changes can be like more difficult for older people, not to say that it's easy to lose any of those things when you're young, but like, you know, Mm -hmm. I think, especially, especially for people of maybe that age, your mom's age and even older, I think it can be, because at a certain age, you have to expect it, right? Mm -hmm. You get to like in your, what, 60s, 70s, you start Mm -hmm. to expect your parents are going to die. They're going to get sick. Mm -hmm. They're going to need caretaking because that's the age you're in, right? Right. But at that age, in your 40s and 50s you know, your parents might be getting old, but I don't think death is an expectation. I don't think debilitation is an expectation. I don't think constant caregiving is an expectation at that age. Mm -hmm. And so I think it can be more difficult to find your role in it. Are you the caretaker? And if you're not, then what is your role in that person's journey? Mm-hmm. as they are maybe losing cognition, losing motor functions and motor skills, like whatever the case is, mm-hmm. like, especially if you're not the caregiver, it can be very difficult to figure out what your role is. And then to, and th- like, we're just talking about, like you and I can use therapists. So can those people, your mom, et cetera, oh, yeah. anybody, mm-hmm. because trying to figure out how you contend with whatever guilt you might have about things you did or didn't do things. You didn't, didn't say you're the one who sent me and I had already seen it, but uh, the TikTok of that woman saying like, what is something you regret? And she was like, the only things I regret are things I didn't say.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like that. It's like, how do you contend with the things you de- never said that you can't say now? Yeah. Like, or that, you know what I mean? Like, and to be honest now would be the best time to say it. Cause she wouldn't remember anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you had something to say <laughs> that was ugly or that you needed off your chest, it'd be a great time to say it. Mm-hmm. But you know, Trying to contend with those changes is really hard. And... I mean, it wouldn't be easy for anybody, but it's especially not easy for people who are not used to change. Mm -hmm. Or who aren't ready for it. Yeah. Not that young... Not that I was... Because I think young... You can't expect that either. It's like the most unexpected thing.
0: Yeah, but you're... I think what you're saying is you're just able to adapt a little bit more. Yeah, more
1: adaptive is a great phrase.
0: Yeah. You're more... You have more plasticity. Yeah, You're, also great phrase. You know what I mean? Like you bounce we, back
1: faster and easier, mm-hmm. or or you hopefully mm-hmm. have the capacity to to build or stretch mm-hmm. your current support system.
0: Yeah, because like for that example, you may not have with my mom. She my my grandma was her support system. I mean, not that my grandfather is either, but emotionally, emotionally her support system entirely. You know, for the last however many years, since she was, you know, 50 years, you know what I mean? 50 something years, you know, let's say 40, 45 years before she started. Well, that's probably not true. Yeah, 45 years. This person, my grandmother, was my mom's entire support system emotionally. You know, my dad probably at a time when they were early dating. You know, was you know emotionally yeah, capable before they got married, and he mm-hmm. no
1: longer had to meet those needs.
0: Yeah, you know, but for all intents and purposes, my grandma was her only emotional support for forty-five years, and you know, she gave her all of the advice. You know, all of the advice. You know, all of her input. You know, in in anything. You know, not that my mom's not close with her sister, but I think my mom and my grandmother have a much better relationship than those two, my mom and her sister. We, We know about this. Yes. But. We know about this. You know, not to say that it's just a year's game, but, you know, there's a difference between 45 years and, you know, 30 years, you know, especially when, you know, yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, it's just like, you know, you start to get very set in your, you know, ways and, you know, not to be any kind of what... Oh, hello.
1: You have another cat? Yeah. He was not interested.
0: He put his foot on me and then he said, not interested. Um. But yeah, it's just like... And now she... And it's not that I... I don't have the capability, but you know, she asked for, you know, input or support. And it's like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like she's like, I don't know what, what to do with the situation with my grandmother. And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> you well, know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Well,
0: I'm not, I don't have, I mean, not to say that I'm not intelligent or could figure it out, but it's like, I don't know what what the best choice is here. You know what I mean? Like, I think we're nearing a point where it's like, there needs to be some kind of caregiver that's not a family member. You know? And it's like, is that a, you know, facility? Is that someone coming out? What's the cost of that? You know, I don't know what the choices are here. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't... I'm not... Not to say that I'm not like ready to be responsible for things but like i'm not ready for that responsibility
1: well that it shouldn't there there are too many people between you and the issue that it shouldn't fall to you and if it does then that means i don't want to be really rude about it but that means a lot of people have failed in the middle if that i mean honestly
0: honestly my aunt denies it in a lot of ways I think she's what? in denial about the situation. How is that even that possible? That she's not as bad as she is and you know how might, is that possible? Because she's not there every day. I mean, I think she understands somewhat now because of some situations that occurred, but I think she's still not fully there with the situation. Do you need are you getting out? No, no, no. I just oh, okay.
1: have to shift back again. Like Whereas said.
0: my mom, you know, my mom's there every day, makes them dinner every day. She's there from 5 to 7.30. Oh, damn. Every, I didn't know that. Every day she's there. I did she not know She makes them that. dinner every day. Well, that's nice. Yeah. But I mean, that's a lot for her. It's
1: a lot. That's a lot.
0: And, you know, she, I mean, even when she was, you know, fully capable, my mom would still hang out there for a little bit every day, I think, to kind of avoid my avoid my dad but every day after work she would hang out there it would make my dad crazy that she would stop at my grandma that's because he's
1: controlling and gross
0: it's yeah it would make him crazy because he was like she doesn't see like he would say to me which is also fucking crazy he would say to me like she doesn't see our home as her home she sees their home as her home
1: I wonder why.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: she feels safe in one and not in the other.
0: Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, which is also crazy to tell someone who's in, under the age of fifteen. I think. I uh, yeah. Of even though, though, even though it's true, one hundred percent, I believe it, one hundred percent to be to be true, that she always felt co- more comfortable there. Well, yeah, but of course, still. but that's not what you want to hear about your parent when you're. No. You a, yeah.
1: No. Really bad.
0: You know, I always feel like in a video version of this podcast, I would picture this is how it looks. Why? Because you're backlit like a profile and like your voice would be modulated on a, a Dateline show. Uh-huh, okay. That's how you look right now. And that's how I would always kind of feel like our video podcast would be because everything's redacted. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can
1: see the outline of your body, but I can't see your face.
0: That's what I'm saying. I yeah. can't see your face, but I can see the outline of your body. Yeah. It's like you're backlit, you yeah. know what I mean?
1: Well, you're not backlit, but, yeah.
0: But it's the you know what I mean? It's the same. It's, it's like, it's the same a, same you know, they have a screen in your backlit.
1: I do. Um, ugh, this god has got so heavy. Uh, Sorry. I, th- I thought I had more. Um, I have a couple things. Do you just want some, like, news hits?
0: Yeah, let's do any kind of hits.
1: Okay, some quick hits here. I saw the machine.
0: Welcome to our previous therapy s- the session. It's over now.
1: Yeah. Also, we should get therapy. Mm -hmm. But um,
0: Yeah, I really want to actually self-care. Yeah. Um, Yeah. In a lot of ways, I think. This summer, I feel like I need to...
1: Embrace (laughs) self-care?
0: Yeah. So with that, I'm not going to be shitty. What? I was going to say, I did place my Amazon order for seven vapes.
1: (laughs) That's really good.
0: I'm sorry. It was there. But it's I do so actually good. want to self-care this summer. Yeah. Because I just feel like. Me too. Know, just kidding. I'm the age I am. And you, you all know it. I need to just, I need to start to grow up. You know what I mean?
1: Well, just prioritize yourself.
0: Yeah. And in a way that's like, you know. Healthy. Yeah. Where it's like, I shouldn't just like. I I'm feel like finally. A, <sighs> Never mind. I feel like. A, I feel like. A, I mean, maybe you feel the same way. I know sometimes I think my partner feels the same way, but like I was saying, like, if I have a lot of days off, like I had three days off in a row, I, when I, when I don't have anything actively to do, I like when I have to sit with myself, I don't always, I don't feel comfortable with that always. Cause I start to think about things and like, they make me upset and I feel like I should be in a place where I don't feel that way. About things that I've I've always... You know what I mean? About things in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like I should not be like, okay, well, I just have to work more and no, be no, busy no. and no, busy no, myself no. with things. Yeah. No, no, Because I feel like that's like... I mean, I don't know if you've ever felt that. I'm sure you've felt that way in the past. I don't know if you feel that way now. But I feel that way a lot of times. Where it's like, I just busy myself or I'm always... Because like if I'm always hanging out with people that make me feel good or if I'm doing things that make me feel good or if I'm working and it makes me feel some kind of sense of accomplishment, you know... Checking off a task list, you know, that keeps me distracted. And if I have to like sit with myself for extended periods of time, I start to think about things and they make me upset. So I feel like I shouldn't be at a point in my life where I don't have that.
1: That is, that is a good inclination. And I agree that you should work toward that.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Not to bring it back around. No. And unless you have something else that you want to say. No. Okay. Well, I saw the machine. Was it good? be honest. Don't spoil it. The, overall,
1: it was a 5 out of 10.
0: Oh wow. That's really bad.
1: Well, it got um, it got rotten tomatoes I th- I mean, I went at the time that I saw it, its Rotten Tomato Critic score mm-hmm. was a 27%. Audience score was like an eighty something, maybe eighty five. Twenty
0: seven cr- critic. Wow,
1: and an eighty something viewer, meaning the lay person was like, "Oh, good movie," right? Eight out mm. of ten of them, and critics two out of ten were like, "Oh, good movie," and eight out of ten were, like, "Oh, bad movie." I would have. G- I give it a five out of ten. Mm. I laughed out loud a handful of times, a couple of times, five or fewer times. It was fine.
0: Would you compare it to The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent?
1: Which I liked more? Yes. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent.
0: Wow. You hated that you hated that movie. <laughs> you hated the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. This
1: was a five out of ten. You but you No, but I loved Pedro Pascal in that movie. I loved yeah, him you, in that movie. You
0: hated that movie. This movie is bad then. The machine must be terrible.
1: See it yourself, I don't know. I give it a five out of you, ten.
0: I was like at the end of the unbearable weight of massive talent. I was like, you know what? I kind of liked it. It was good. I enjoyed it. And you were like, this is this is one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah. This mo- Burt's movie is terrible. Oh my god! I can't wait to I can't wait to see it. <sighs> you hated that. Do you remember? I uh, the three of you hated that movie. All I you, Rosie is Cotton and my partner hated that movie. All of you.
1: I do love Pedro in that movie though.
0: I know, but you said still. You did not yeah. like that movie. <sighs> yeah, it was pretty bad. God, okay. Bert, Bert, do a better movie. Bert, 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 Bert. This is my problem with a lot of comedians. They're funnier on podcasts than they are in anything else they make. Of
1: course, in real life, because it's whatever. Yeah, of course. Um, okay. Special, a lot, gonna lot of stand-up up your... specials are bad. You're gonna need your. Oh God, <laughs> It's the brightest thing I've ever seen. You're gonna oh, my
4: need God. a flashlight. <laughs> oh. Turn it off.
2: I'm
0: sorry. Turn it off. You Let me your... turn on my my flashlight. has a moonlight mode, so it's not not as bad. Holy shit! <laughs>
1: Do you need what a flashlight to find your flashlight?
0: No, <sighs> no, I'll use my phone.
1: Your phone's better than my phone.
0: No, I'm just gonna use my screen.
1: Oh, you were I'm like not you've a hurt demoned.
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was the brightest fucking thing ever. That's your pen. It's your pen.
1: <sighs> <Mm-mm>.
4: <sighs>
0: Bless you. Who sneezed?
1: Baby, baby.
0: Oh, how's he feeling?
1: He's feeling a little better. We have to do his antibiotic before he goes down for his foodie.
0: Okay. That's better.
1: All right. You're going to need to look at your thumbs. The inside of your thumbs. You're looking at the crease of the first knuckle. And does it make like an eye shape? Like an eyeball shape? Or is it one line? Or are there two lines that aren't connected? So you're looking at the inner. Oh. Don't bend it as much, just be natural. Oh, that's an eyeball. Okay. Uh, bend your thumb a little. Yeah. That's an eyeball. Let me see this one normal and natural flip your hand up a little bit more i can't see yeah that's an eyeball i'd say that's an eyeball so i also have them which this is bullshit already because it says they're rare lol
0: yeah but you and i are (laughs) in (laughs) common.
1: we're both we're main energy people main main people
0: does everyone think that they're the main character though
1: yeah I think that's the problem with the world. Um, Anyway, okay, so if you look at... Yeah, but
0: technically, isn't everybody... So
1: let's do this for the people, okay? Let's tell the people. What are we doing? um, Make the shape with your hand like you're giving someone a thumbs up, everybody who's listening and and whatever. Now, you're going to look at the... When you bend your thumb, you're looking at the inside crease... Of that knuckle. So you don't want to bend your thumb all the way, but you know, just at that in- inside crease. Is it one line? Is it two separate lines? Or does it make the shape of an eyeball? Okay. Um, if it makes the shape of an eyeball, this is called the phoenix eye in palm reading. And it means that you are especially perceptive and intuitive. And these people often make good mediums. Ooh. that's all I have. for What you do you think that? about that? I think it's pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like you feel anything?
1: No, sometimes, but not in that way. Mm-hmm. You get it. Listen, George, you get it.
0: Mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying.
1: Um, I, the, the other blurb, we've said it too many times. I say it all the time but I'm going to reiterate it here. It's a parenting tip. We could have said it earlier, is it a but I full didn't. Moon? Why
0: is it so bright outside?
1: It's not a full moon, but it is a super bright moon. The brightest moon there ever Sounds was. Like
0: It is so bright outside right now. We have all the lights off. It's wild.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I but like it's, it.
0: Uh, yeah, I do like it too. When I
1: turned my light on, you just died. Um, so just, this I one. just hissed. <laughs> <laughs> this one is a parenting tip. Um, that we have discussed ad nauseum, so I'm not going to linger on it, but it's just a reminder um, to live your life this way, not only with, not only with children, but also with your partner in life, with your parents, you can do this with any friend, you can do this. This is just a way of behaving. Um, If someone has something going on, you can either try to intuit, or you can outright ask them, do you need me to help? Do you need me to hear you? As in listen, or do you need me to hug? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We've talked about this ad nauseum. Do you want me to help you, or do you just want me to listen, or do you need a hug, you know? Mm -hmm. Help, here or hug is my reminder to you today. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Always good advice, Mm -hmm. I I feel. Um, Some more blurbs here. Uh, These are pop culture slash news blurbs. Um, Robert De Niro fathered another child. At the ripe age of 79.
0: I will also add. Al Pacino. Yes. With his 29 year old. I'm not sure. 24 year old. I don't know. um, The age difference is vast. (laughs) It is. It is another person who is Social Security ready. Yeah. Difference in age. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's two generations of people.
0: Yeah. It's two millennials or one boomer. Yeah, difference in age. Do you know what I mean? I did That's not crazy. know that
1: about that. His let partner, me, but
0: let me say you. Let me say you this. That's what I was going to say. Let me say you this. Safarin, let, let me say you this. Let me say you this. Um, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let so me. So both
1: of them had. Cho- do you know which number child that is for him? Al Pacino.
0: I'm pretty sure, if I'm remembering correctly, his partner's twenty nine year olds. Twenty. 20-
1: Twenty nine years old.
0: So drunk. His partner's 28 years old. Uh his partner's twenty nine years old and it's his fourth child. Okay. And,
1: uh, l-
0: and also, I know that it's possible, but I don't really think it was that possible for these geriatrics to have children.
1: You can literally men can I know
0: have, I know, but it's like I always I thought know, it's like No, oh, you can. No, no, But no. it's like
1: You can.
0: How do their penises get hard? As
1: long as Cialis they have blood for daily flow. use.
0: But like, I don't, maybe this is the What's wrong, wrong impression. With their
1: Do they have a heart condition?
0: Don't all old men's penises not work right?
1: No. A lot of old men's penises work just fine.
0: Wow. I thought it was penises just all. Penises
1: work on blood flow. So if your blood pressure is normal and fine.
0: Hmm. This is interesting. <laughs> I thought just like. You just after... thought you were going
1: to be limp dick after 60. You're like, oh, well.
0: 65 or 70.
1: Absolutely not. A lot of people are just So regular
0: fine. old guys can just get it up? Yes. For regular? Yes. That's crazy. I thought they have to take fucking no. whatever. They got to they got to buy from him, Mo- not a sponsor.
1: No, most people that have
0: What about old ladies? Do they still want to No, now that's a different story. They dry up, literally, right?
1: It does go dry because of menopause because a lot of the hormones that make your pussy wet are, Jesus Christ. Are, d- <laughs> are a lot of the hormones that make your pussy wet deplete in menopause so no but
0: you can take um, um stuff though right
1: yeah and there are also um supplements you can take um if you i'll go into those if you want but um you can take i will not be adding
0: make- those to my amazon cart
1: <laughs> <laughs> they smell so bad fenugreek is really good for it It's smells fucking awful Greek? yeah is good for getting 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 wet um wow so is uh
0: you know we have no geriatric on. women that listen to this
1: okay well it's not helpful there are two others um they have goofy names uh starts with a g i have them goop no i have them they're in why there. Uh, why just not? for fun
0: oh okay You've um, got to make an old lady's pussy wet, I guess. I or don't know.
1: anybody's pussy wet. I can make anybody's pussy wet. Axe me. Axe <laughs> me about my wiener. Um, <laughs> anyway. I heard uh, him chuckle. <laughs> what?
0: I'm pretty sure I heard him chuckle at that one. <laughs> um,
1: God, now I'm mad that I can't... I'm not recalling it easily. Hold on. Let
0: me ask you this. Okay. What is... I have such a thing about half open doors. They freak me out. Are you referring to the basement? Both. The bathroom and that one. Oh. Like what's like, it makes me feel like something's going to come out of it.
1: Yeah. It's your whole thing.
0: What's my whole thing?
1: Your whole thing is um, having the the advantage of the room. Hmm. Like having your back to a wall so that you can.
0: <gasps> True.
1: Intruders and whatever, like in the caves. Hmm. You're at a tactical disadvantage. But I
0: feel like it's not a person. It's spirits. What do you think <laughs> that is?
1: I don't. There's no spirits here. It's a brand new build on what used to be corn farm mm. land and was corn farm land as long. I as I
0: understand that intrinsically, but you know what I mean? No.
1: And if there was a, a ghosty, a little ghosty, it would just come out of that door and say, it's Britney, bitch.
0: It's Jennifer Coolidge singing that song. By, <laughs> what is the this? way you did it.
1: What is the song?
0: It's Britney, bitch.
1: <laughs> I can't do it. Um, God, I was really doing great impressions earlier. So yeah, Robert De Niro is 79 years old. Which
0: one were you doing?
1: What song was I doing? Uh... <gasps> What song I'm trying to remember it. What's the song? I was doing uh This
0: is your three words.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's gone literally forever. Um something about ho. Oh, what it is, ho. What's up? <laughs> I didn't do a good job just no. There. No.
0: The first time you did it. The
1: first time it was Chris Stapleton. Or Darius out or soul. Darius Rucker. <laughs> I was doing what it is ho what's up but I was doing it
0: the TikTok sound yeah
1: and I was doing it as the most country mm. um, and I was killing it but I didn't do a good job just there
0: it was it was that song by Hootie and the Blowfish
1: what it is ho what's up um, Robert De Niro 79 years old has his seventh child a girl that's the blurb another blurb you ask sure Um, Danny Masterson
0: I have no idea who that is.
1: He's the guy that had the red afro, and I think his name was Red. No, that's the dad. He was on that 70s show, the red afro guy.
0: Oh, the guy who's a, a predator.
1: Yeah, he was um, convicted of rape, and he will be sentenced later at a time. That's really At good. a later time. Well, the first time he had a hung jury, the first one. On the yeah. three counts of rape, there, it was a hung jury, and he was not convicted. And they read whatever, mm-hmm. and in this jury, he was convicted. So, there you go. Good news. Oh, here's one. This is was supposed to be the opener, but let's just do it quick. Can you name... There are 15... Hold on one sec. I have to play it, but I don't. I just so want the list. Out
4: there 15 most
1: dangerous cities in the United States uh i can't see them don't listen okay okay it's bla, la, yeah, la, bla, bla, really don't saying. listen okay here we not go. not listening of the 15 most dangerous cities in the united states can you name how many three or is that too easy do you want more than three
0: how many out of 15 out of 15
1: do you want five do you want 33.3 percent um do you want to name a third of them Or do you want less? Yeah, I'll go for five. Okay, go for five of the most dangerous cities in the United States out of the top 15.
0: Um, Detroit. Yes. Um, God, there was one that I was. Oh, um, Memphis. Yes. Um, Hmm. Feels like the big cities are too easy. I guess I would say New York. No. Yeah, and I don't really think. Um... Let me think. It's another one, Atlanta.
1: No. Hmm.
0: Trying to think ones that I wouldn't think about.
1: He get one more guess.
0: God, probably like somewhere in Texas. Finalizer. Like El Paso or something. I don't know. What's no. a, what's a dangerous place in Texas?
1: Would you like all of them, or just the top five, or what do you want?
0: Let's just do all of them.
1: Here we go. St. Louis, number one.
0: You know, I was gonna say fucking St. Louis, but I didn't. You were. I, I was would never, thinking. I it. would
1: never have guessed that.
0: Uh huh. Mobile, I know Alabama. Mobile, Alabama.
1: Birmingham, Alabama.
0: I was. I was thinking these, but I was like, they're too small.
1: Baltimore. Maryland.
0: Baltimore. Yeah.
1: Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Detroit, Michigan. Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. New Orleans, Louisiana.
0: I was also up there. I was thinking. Shreveport,
1: Louisiana. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Little Rock, Arkansas, Oakland, California, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Kansas City, Michigan, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Wow. Yep.
0: Got all that trank. All that trank. I'm starting to see it now on like mainstream news.
1: Yeah. Trank. We talked about it first. Yeah. We heard it here first.
0: We, this, this was a Vag exclusive, I will say. Trank.
1: Trank. Yeah.
0: I'm starting to see it now. Be covered. They did a, um, I guess it was a cameraman. Which, hey, I would absolutely never do that. But they walked through a. I don't. I don't want to be pejorative, but a horde. <laughs> I mean, it literally. Honestly, of tranks.
1: Of it tranks looks like people? The Walking
0: Dead for real, and they were all doing that hanging walk, yeah, like they do. Slumped. Scary hanging. Yep. Um, and they were just walking through a horde of people on trank. And they were like, this is like the real life zombie disease or drug. I mean, not re- there. You know what I mean? But like their skin's falling off and they just, you know, slump and walk. and Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Did you know that um, the uh, heartburn, indigestion, equaling hair thing on your baby is not a myth it is fact what that if you're when you're pregnant if you have more heartburn or indigestion in the third trimester that it means your baby will have a lot of hair
0: really what's the
1: yes the science Uh huh. the science is that for infant or for fetal hair growth uh more Estrogen and progesterone, which are hormones, female Mm. hormones, more of those hormones are required for the for fetal hair growth. Mm -hmm. Increases Mm. in those two hormones also lead to a side effect of your esophageal flange being loose. My um,
0: esophageal flange is loose right now. I keep hiccuping. My <laughs> God, I know that's not about that. Is, um, you know and what therefore,
1: mean. the contents of your stomach can go up into your esophagus, which causes heartburn and um, acid reflux and indigestion. So it's an increase in those two hormones, which it are those two hormones are required for the um, growth of fetal hair. So uh, one is mm. a side effect of the other, basically.
0: Yeah, my grandfather has such bad acid refluxes um, esophagus in the the top flap i don't remember what it what it's called i know the bottom one's the duodenum but the top the one that is on top uh-huh. between the esophagus and stomach it's uh-huh. like scar tissue
1: you, i think you told me that actually
0: yeah because i told you it we talked because you didn't believe about his throat getting stretched
1: i think it's the craziest shit i've ever heard
0: yeah they have to put a balloon down and stretch it because there's so much scar tissue
1: yeah, but just fix it forever permanently instead of doing an uncomfortable can, procedure can, all the time.
0: He can barely go to have it done regularly. Well,
1: that's what I'm saying, get it done once and never go again. I know
0: but he he can't like he has such a hard time with uh he well, he's I know, a fighter but... <sighs> on anesthesia, he fights and causes people bad things. <laughs> 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 he's it's he's so that person, which is crazy to me.
1: It's so funny.
0: Cuz you would... I mean, he was is there um Maybe this... He was an alcoholic, though. Is there a correlation there?
1: Yeah. For course. real? Of being rude?
0: No. Of being um, one of the people that doesn't handle anesthesia well.
1: Oh, I'm not sure. Probably.
0: I I think there is. Because I just... From anecdotally, I feel like people that have substance issues in any capacity have a hard time with, like, anesthesia.
1: This is not going to yield the results I want. Whew. I really wanted an answer that was going to be quick and easy.
0: What are you looking for?
1: That I searched. Um, Correlation between alcoholism and uh, resistance of anesthesia. But I didn't find, you know what I mean? I wanted a quick blurb and everything is like, I would like to give you a white paper.
0: Yeah, here's my dissertation.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm not, hold on, let me find. Yeah, this is literally a white paper. It's like 40,000 pages long. I'm sure there is. As you know, (laughs) your girl is selfish. And to bring it back to um, redheads need almost twice as much anesthesia. Generally, Mm. on the whole. Oh, here we go. Since most of the drugs Mm. given during anesthesia, will be degraded in the liver, which is already affected by alcohol intake. It does have an effect. Uh, Hold on. Yep. Uh... Anesthesia will have less of an effect on those, just reading, on any person that has had a long history of heavy uh, drinking or heavy sedative use because of the effects on those lifestyles of the liver, kidney, and brain. However, it does not typically adjust rates of local anesthesia.
0: Hmm. I mean, that makes sense. (laughs) Well, there you go. Also, I just saw um, season two of Human Resources is coming out June 9th.
1: But you just said.
0: Maybe they already had this one done.
1: Mm, They had it banked.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure, though, they canceled both. To some applause. Oh. Some people were excited that it's over. Why? I don't know. I just saw on Twitter, like, someone was like, thankfully, finally.
1: I, uh, I forgot to tell you this, but they did schedule.
0: Your induction.
1: My cesarean. Oh, wow. Which pisses me off, of course, that they didn't just schedule an induction, but they did schedule one. And they did not wait until the end of the 38. They scheduled it for the beginning of the 38. But at least I have the person I want. But, like, now I'm like, do I have the person I want? Because I don't want anybody because I don't want one. But, yeah, they scheduled it for, do you want to know? Should I tell these people? Is it their business? I
0: don't, it, That's up to you. I don't know what you're feeling.
1: They don't know, like, where I'm going to go or anything. So, like, that's, it's not like. Do you think
0: they're going to show up? <laughs>
1: no. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know.
0: Maybe. There's... Probably <laughs> fucked. You know, remember that Miranda Cosgrove? Yeah, talking about her fam- her favorite uh, curse word? I don't know, maybe probably fuck.
1: Um no, I don't remember that, but that's funny. Um, it is July three.
0: Wow. That's so far away.
1: Is it? Or are you joshing?
0: Because it's not.: I was expecting like middle of this month, honestly.
1: What? You've lost your goddamn mind.
0: It just feels like it's been you've been pregnant for three years.
1: Oh my god, that's so rude. I feel like I just became <laughs> pregnant five minutes ago. I'm sorry. You're so I just, mean. I'm, I didn't. How mean long it. have I been fat?
0: I'm. I did not. How mean long it like have that. I been
1: big? When did you notice
0: that you were pregnant? Yeah. Like two months after. No. But you were pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. No. Or do you remember think I'm when lying? I had
1: to stretch my fat up?
0: Yeah, but I always, it was always, it was, you looked different. I remember.
1: Well, what do you I look like now? Door,
0: you opened the door one day and you looked like a little bump. Like, and I was like, oh. What do I look like now? A big bump.
1: <laughs> it's underwhelming.
0: What do you, what should I say?
1: It's, it's more whelming. <laughs> when you say I had a little bump.
0: It. I could tell.
1: Then, when you're saying, and, and you that were I like, no one can now.
0: tell, it's too early. And I was like, no, you look, and he, and he agreed with me. He was like, yeah, I saw the other day, and I was like, you have, he agreed. You have a look. I, I mean, you have a big bum now. There are yeah. two babies in there, and they're, they're giant. huge.
1: They're gigantic. They're at least four and a half
0: pounds each. That's wild. Uh huh. That's a lot of baby.
1: Yeah, like if there were one. I'd, it would be, there's a nine pound baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you, can you comprehend right now? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I were pregnant with one baby, I'd be like 41, almost 42 weeks pregnant. Do you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying?
0: Or just have a really big baby.
1: Or have a giant baby. But like, like no, our- but they literally say like at, at about the gestation I am, I'm about 41 to 42 weeks With a single. Mm -hmm. Like that's how. You know what I mean.
0: Yeah. If like the growth. Growth is the same or whatever.
1: Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy?
0: Uh huh.
1: Yeah. Look how fucking huge I am. I can't even fucking walk or sleep. Or eat or feel comfortable. Or Mm -hmm. pee. Or cry. I do all of those things every day though. But uh, none of them comfortably.
0: It'll be such great relief once they're out.
1: I know. I've thought about that too. I really have. I'm like, you know what? The only like whatever about it, no matter how they come out, whether it's, you know, trunk or sunroof is like, it'll be dope to be able to sleep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, I've seen a bunch of TikToks that say, uh, cause people are like, oh, you're never going to sleep again, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you have to wake up every three hours. I've seen so many TikToks of women saying there is no comparison between the sleeplessness and discomfort you have while you're pregnant in the third trimester Mm -hmm. to the sleeplessness or whatever in the first because the difference is you can sleep so maybe you're only sleeping three hour stitches at a time because you have to wake up to do feedings but for those three hours you're asleep Mm -hmm. because you're tired
0: also and you're comfortably asleep for everyone
1: Well, it's only like the three hour thing only lasts until the baby makes it. So let me give you some knowledge, drop some knowledge on your ass. Um, Basically that thing of, oh, you have to wake up every three hours with the baby. Mm -hmm. That's only relevant until the baby makes their birth weight. So what happens is baby's born. Let's just for ease, make it an easy number, right? Let's say baby is born at eight pounds. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: I thought eight pounds.
1: Wow. Okay. Okay. So baby's born at eight pounds. You have one baby, right? This mm-hmm. is just for ease again. Um, born at eight pounds. By the time you come home, let's say they're three days old. Woo! By three days old, you're gonna lose some some of that weight. Mm-hmm. Baby's gonna lose some of that weight. I mean, so let's why say
0: do they, why do they lose the weight?
1: Uh, they lose some fluid weight. Mm. Um, they're gonna have their first poop. Obviously, they're my my. Are cal- they
0: like backed up?
1: No, no, no. It's it's a different kind of poop because it's all it's it's like amniotic fluid mixed with col- colostrum. Um, oh, that's
0: yucky. That's a terrible poop. It's mostly liquid, then, right?
1: Uh, it looks like tar. It's usually very, very black and pasty, like if you mix like um, like uh, like if you pureed uh prune juice and dates, like gummy. Mm -hmm. And like tar like and black. Um, but that's their first poop. I think it's called myconium. But uh they're gonna lose some weight because also uh, you know, there are lots of reasons. There's a lot of they're padded with a lot of um extra brown fat at the beginning, like little baby fat that's supposed to keep them warm because they're 98.6 in the belly, and when they come out, they're gonna lose some of that fat. And then they'll regain it, you know. It's to in in order to uh, regulate body temperature. Mm. Basically, their body's trying to figure out how to how to maintain ninety eight point six outside of an amniotic environment. Um, but yeah, they lose. They usually immediately lose weight, and also because on the inside they're connected to one hundred percent of their nutrient source all the time, and so they always have everything they need. Period. When they come out, they're immediately not getting all the nutrients they need at all times. So they're they relying on... Con-
0: they need more consistent nutrients.
1: Until Yeah, mm-hmm. right.
0: I mean, that makes sense. So... So up until they meet their birth weight, birth weight again, and then...
1: And then after that, they say, you no longer have to wake up every three hours. So, okay, here's what it is. At the beginning, until they get to their birth weight. So let's say they come home from the hospital. Let's say they're three days old. And they went from eight pounds to seven. Again, mm-hmm. this is just for the, the sake of ease of numbers here.
0: It is the middle of the day
1: because <laughs> of how bright it is out there.
0: It is. You could l- let me tell you this. You can if your neighbor was mowing right now, you could wave at him and he could see you.
1: <laughs> he probably is. He should be.
0: Right he now. should like honestly. He should be mowing right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he loves mowing. It's in ten. The high it's ten thirty. Um. Well, it's ten, but.
0: Or 10, yeah. I, I, um, I, I dyslexia the second part there.
1: Okay, so let's say that down. they were born at 8 pounds, 3 days old, they're 7 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, They say it's not that you have to feed every 3 hours, it's that you also have to wake the baby up every 3 hours to feed, even if they don't wake up themselves. So if they're waking up on their own every 3 hours, no problem, you feed them every 3 hours. Um, when they're, you know, as they're hungry, but let's say you have a really good, they're called trick babies, you know, a really good baby, a good sleeper. And they want to sleep more than three hours at a time within that first week or within that first two weeks, right? Before they've gained their gotten back to eight pounds. Let's say they want to sleep for like six hours at a time. You actually have to wake them up, which sucks, right? Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to wake a sleeping. you take advantage of it, right? You have to wake them up to feed them until they've gained back Till birth weight. So once they get back to eight pounds, that's when you can start feeding them only when they wake up hungry. So you go from having to wake them up every three hours to feed to waiting for them to either wake up crying for food to be hungry, mm-hmm. or uh, you just wait until they are hungry. You can put them on a schedule and you want to be on a pumping schedule because you want to produce as much as possible, especially me because twins, right? Mm. Like you need your production to be so fucking high that even if they're not waking up every three hours after that time when they've reached their birth weight, you should still be to pump because Mm. you want to be producing as much as possible. But I've read a lot and seen a lot on the internet that says that... um, The sleep is so much better, even though you're exhausted after the baby comes or babies, whatever the case is, the sleep is so much better because it's actually restful sleep. Mm-hmm. Because you, like you said, I think earlier, like away at the beginning, you're actually tired. Mm-hmm. So you, when you're sleeping, you're comfortable and you're getting that sleep versus right now, I do not go, and this is legitimate, I sleep for two to three hour stretches Mm -hmm. between peeing and during not a single one of those two to three hour stretches. Am I comfortable? Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Almost every time that I get up to pee in the night, I could cry about it right now. It's so it's bad. Almost every time I get up to pee in the night, my body hurts. Like my hips hurt. Sometimes the first step that I take I like wince with pain because Mm -hmm. like going from any position, whether I'm side laying or back laying to sitting, to standing, my hips are not ready for the amount of weight for, you know, the posture that is required to carry these fucking babies all day. Um, the, usually my first step is, is so painful. I wince with pain and I have to try not to wake up Rosie cotton and i do that for example last night we went to bed at midnight my alarm was set for 650 and i was up i was up twice to pee in that 6 hours mm-hmm. so that's what every couple hours i don't know the la- the second time i was up was at 4 something and the so first, yeah, like every 2 hours the first time was at like 2 something mhm yeah so 2 hours and both times I got up, it was like, I felt like I needed a walker. Like it was so painful. My hips were, and then it, I mean, I'm bouncing from like the door frame to the door handle to the counter in the bathroom to the seat. And then I pee and then I get up. When I get up, I'm fine. Usually like going back to the bed is usually okay. It's just those first steps from whatever position I'm laying in. So painful. Mm-hmm. And then when I go back to bed, it actually, whatever position it is, it hurts. Mm -hmm. Like my hips hurt because they're not aligned right. Even with the pregnancy pillow, even with the wedge, like nothing feels good. And on your back, it feels like you just peed. And now all of a sudden, all that weight's back on your bladder. You have to pee again. Like sometimes I lay down from having just peed and I'm like, motherfucker, like I have to pee again. Like it's bad. And so then I'll lay on my side just to make it not feel like I have to pee. But then on my side, my hips hurt really bad. Mm -hmm. So it's like, um, it's like you said, all of these symptoms, no matter how they come out at the end of the day, do I have preferences and wants? Of course, but whatever happens, I'm looking forward to just sleeping. Just like, even if it's for two to three hours, like Mm. sleeping and feeling like asleep the whole time, because right now for those two to three hours between peas, I'm in such discomfort and like such like, you know,
4: mm-hmm.
1: not pain, but well, I mean, I I'm think... careful not to call things pain because I know that the real pain is coming. If I weren't pregnant, I would call this pain, mm-hmm. but I'm calling it discomfort because I don't want to get to, you know, mm-hmm. whatever greedy about the word pain, but I'm in such discomfort while I'm sleeping now that I'm never fully asleep.
0: I think, um, like we talked about it before. But it's like, you know, that thing of like when it's like you have a like this is what I think of when you talk about it. And I'm sure it's worse even than what I'm thinking. But it's like you have like a headache, like a really bad headache and it's warm and you just feel nauseous. Like it keeps like coming in waves of nausea. And it's like, not even just that it's like your head, you're like, your head hurts. It's just like, so like you, and then you like try to lay down and you can't even get to a position where it's like, you're comfortable to s- like, try to sleep off your headache. It's like, I'm, and like, that's like, honestly, sometimes even like, if I'm in that situation, I get to like, not like a panic, but like you start to build anxiety. It's like, well, I, what do like I do? how am I, I going to relieve this discomfort? Yeah. What can I do? Where can I go? How am I going to, like, I can't imagine having to deal with that.
1: And almost every time I get up to pee, I also almost always take at least one Tums
0: mm-hmm. because of the
1: indigestion. Because by the time <laughs> I lay back down after peeing, it feels like I'm going to throw up in my mouth.
0: Yeah. I just can't imagine because it's like you can't, like, you can't sleep it off.
1: Correct. I had, I literally had that headache that you're talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'd have to ask where was cotton? It was either yesterday or the day before. No, it was It was yesterday because he got home from work, but, um, I had a migraine. I had already taken a Tylenol, which is the only pain med I'm allowed to take while mm -hmm. pregnant. I had already taken one. Um, I put the blinder on, Mm -hmm. I laid on the bed. I wasn't comfortable, but whatever. I switched positions a bunch to try and figure it out. My headache wouldn't go away. Mm -hmm. My, everything was hurting because I couldn't find a position that I could lay in comfortably. It was like, it's a shit show.
0: Or like, um like the discomfort thing it's like like with food poisoning like i just i can remember like having food poisoning it's like i had to liquid shit every 15 minutes for 24 hours and like i would lay down like there was a point where i was just weeping cuz i was so tired and my body was so sore and it's like i can't imagine not having like you can't relieve Like, I think the thing for me, it's like, if you can't relieve the discomfort in some way, even like when I was liquid shitting and throwing it, like, no, not to what spewing from both ends, like a broken fire hydrant. It's like, even there was a little bit of comfort there, even though it was like, so strenuous, like hurt my body so much, like my muscles, but it would, there would be a pause for a bit, you know? It's because I ate a five-year-old hot dog. Do you <laughs> remember know, that? I remember that. Yeah, um, it's don't, it's not advised, even if it's in the <laughs> freezer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I when you talk about your discomfort like that. That's what it. I try to like what I think of, and it's like I like I build like like, like real anxiety and panic of like, how am I going to relieve this discomfort?
1: I try really hard to like, I mean, I know. I not bitch- to
0: like, try to like, whatever.
1: I bitch on but- here a lot, but obviously it's because it's a platform, right? Mm-hmm. And and also I don't want to um, gatekeep. Like, I know people say that, but like, like I don't want, pe- not that I think anybody that's listening is going to get pregnant soon, but I don't want to be the type of person who is like, being pregnant is just so it's such a miracle and it's so beautiful and wonderful. I want, I want to be as real as possible. So like I do complain more here on this platform than I do in real life. I hope, but that's specifically because I don't want there to be people that are disillusioned about it being easy or it being simple or it being whatever, because the reality is like, sure, that may be the case for some people, and those people are super fucking lucky, but that is not the case for me. Mm. Um, and also, I have to remind myself really often, this is not comparable to a normal pregnancy. Like twins, yeah. are, it's different, and any physician will tell you that, any specialist will tell you that, and they will specifically tell you any person who has had a single pregnancy, a singleton pregnancy, Um cannot and will not understand and they will try to compare their your pregnancy to theirs and they can't understand and like i've had physicians tell me that like they have literally said hey when people try to tell you oh they they understand exactly how you're feeling take it with a grain of salt and just understand that they don't they don't know how you're feeling they can't being pregnant with two is a different beast Mm -hmm. it just is and the only people who are going to understand it are people who have been pregnant with two I don't know how I got so lucky and I'm not trying to be rude about it. I mean, it's a Uh fucking it's, I don't believe in miracles as far as like baby Jesus came down on my belly Mm -hmm. or whatever.
0: That's what I've been thinking the whole time,
1: but it's a miracle in the sense of like, you know, biology and science are incredible Mm -hmm. and there's not, there is a scientific reason that this happened, but I don't know it, you know? Um, And there isn't one that's easy to identify from the outside Mm -hmm. and for that i think we need to consider ourselves really lucky because as far as spontaneous um multiple pregnancies go they they do happen you know relatively they're not rare but they're uncommon i mean one in 300 is uncommon Mm -hmm. you know you if you went to a casino and the odds of you winning were one in 300 you probably wouldn't bet Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like what would you like? Think
0: of th- think of three hundred people, and then think of only one of those three hundred people.
1: You're so goofy. Like what? What is the odd? Like start taking that down. Like one in what? Would are you betting on it?
0: Um, am I betting on it? Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: Your bet is one. You, I don't.
0: I don't bet on things ever. It has I, to be.
1: I, a, it has to be a hundred percent. I
0: can't lose money like that. It's like such. It has a, to be a one. I. I cannot. You know what I mean. I have to have a guarantee.
1: That's insane. I can't so yours I is can't long. bet on,
0: I can't bet on things. It's just my thing. I don't know. Well, I I have other vices, but my vice is not gambling. I cannot gamble. I cannot like people I talk about like, oh I went to the casino with a thousand dollars and I left with two hundred. No, ain't eh, wrong. Don't you lost money? That's crazy. Why? Just keep it.
1: <laughs> I'm trying don't to think do like that. No, but what's like a safe bet? I'm trying to think of a, a better example for you. Like not going to the casino. One but like
0: that's I a- would bet on something that's 50% chance. But I would only bet like maybe $10 on it. Maybe $20. That's
1: crazy. I
0: can't bet on shit. I It's such a thing. I hate, I hate that. Well. Because it's like there's a 50% chance I'm going to lose my money. No. Okay,
1: but even for example, the next pregnancy, we have a 1 in 12 chance of having multiples.
0: I can't bet on that
1: one in 12, but that's so much higher than one in 300. You understand? Like it's crazy, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. Point being one in 300 is wild. That doesn't happen to a lot of people. Most people, most sane people who aren't, you know, addicted to gambling as a sport. Like most sane people would be like one in 300. Yeah. I'm not taking that. Like, I'm not taking that bet. That's us mm-hmm. that's insane. Um, and it happened to us. So, you know, cool beans or whatever. But uh, it is not a fucking walk in the park. It's very mm. difficult. Um, and so, and I feel show. like my pregnancy is pretty... Um, like, it's difficult, but it's pretty standard. As in, like, people have it a lot fucking worse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, all the bad shit that happens, people have it a lot worse. Mm-hmm. So, it's whatever. Um, but, yeah... Ugh. I can't believe you thought that that was far away because I really think it's like five seconds from now. It's literally like 20, it's 30 days. It's exactly 30 days. Yeah,
0: That's crazy though.
1: That's 30 days away. In one month. You could literally put a countdown on your phone and it'd be here way before you fucking know it. Like, you and I will only see each other between right now and the time that I am holding two infants. You and I will only see each other at a max four times.
0: That's true. Isn't that crazy? Does
1: that explode your fucking brain, bro? Mm-hmm. That's insane.
0: What things do you have to do still?
1: At everything. We didn't do any of it.
0: Well, I don't know what that is, though.
1: We have to install the car seats. It would literally only take 10 minutes, but we just haven't done it. Mm -hmm. Um, I need to make a birth plan. That one's the last most important because I feel that it's fucking moot anyway. Nobody's going to look at it and they're going to do whatever they want to do because I have no autonomy. Yeah. Um, so that one's the least important. We need to pack our go bags. That one's probably this. So car seats are most important and they actually taste, take the least amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, go bags are second most important because if something were to happen spontaneously, you know, in the mm-hmm. next four weeks, we need to have both of our bags already done in the car, like mm-hmm. at all times so we can go, uh, which would be my stuff, his stuff, the baby stuff, including pump parts and and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Do you need
0: to acquire anything else?
1: I don't like, think so. Is there any
0: gear you're missing? I don't think so. So you have all the materials. You just kind of put a, put them together. Mm-hmm. That's not too bad. Oh,
1: you know what? There is one um I also need to. This one's I would say this still comes before the birth plan, but uh is a little less whatever. I need to make a caddy for the which I do need to buy stuff where I have to procure stuff for at like either from Amazon or Target. I can do it from Amazon and it'll just yeah. come here to my door. Um but uh What a I beautiful need, thing. I need to make a caddy for the back of the toilet that mm-hmm. is um like postpartum care for me Mm -hmm. and I need it to have both because I don't know what's going to happen, vaginal or cesarean. I need it to have both um, healing stuff. So I need it to have both stuff for cesarean healing and, and um, recovery as well as vaginal healing and recovery just in case, Mm. because it's still possible that I could have one and one, you know, I could have one vaginal and Mm. one cesarean. So I need to be prepared for both options. So I need to have some postpartum care for myself.
0: I just was thinking, you're, if you have to have a C-section, you will be showing me that incision all the time.
1: <laughs> Why do you think so?
0: Because you just, you like, that kind of thing, that's just how you are. Like, I guess. that's something that you... I
1: do love medical stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm really hoping I don't have to, but at this point, baby A has been breached nonstop. So unless I can really pull a... Pull an audible here on this baby.
0: Do you have to get any gear for that or do you have all that stuff? For what? For trying to get them to move.
1: No, I have everything. I just have to do it. Mm-hmm. I have to do stuff. I have to lay upside down. I have to put ice packs on the top of my belly and heating pads on do the bottom you, of my do belly. Do you ever do...
0: Um, uh, uh, what's it called? I'm trying to think. It's a Google thing. I do can. Um Where's my phone? I just had it. Is this my phone? Yes. No. No, that's your phone.
1: It's a work phone.
0: It's work phone. Here it is. I have it on my home screen. Google Tasks. Um, you can set it um, up with repeating reminders for things, and then you can check them off. And you can make a list. So you can make a list, bait, like a um, uh, breach-busting list. Mm-hmm of your activities and then have it repeat every day at a certain cadence Mm -hmm. or a certain time of day or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it's just like a check. You just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's because sometimes I have a, like for me, sometimes it's like, I just don't remember things or I don't think of it in the moment. So like I have daily tasks, like daily to do's that repeat, for example, um, scooping dishes and then tidying. It's like every day I just want to tidy up a little bit. Read right up, you know what I mean,, mm-hmm. and scooping
1: does it help you this thing?
0: yeah, I don't always go and go in and check it off, but it's always like, yeah, yeah, gotta gotta go in and do it,
1: well, for example, for the next I don't know seventeen days, we have to give this cat his antibiotics twice a day, once in the morning, mm-hmm. once at night, but my trigger for that is when I take my first insulin and my last insulin, mm-hmm. I just give him his antibiotic,
0: yeah, I think um. Yeah, sometimes I just... I So, like,
1: that's one that would go on a list if I, you know, mm-hmm. had a daily list. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Breach Busting would also should be on there. I have not done anything for it. Yeah. And I well, really I'm could saying, be doing it you... every day.
0: Yeah, because that's, like, <sighs> one, one way you can try to, you Get know... Get the
1: outcome that I want.
0: Yeah, and regain your autonomy, yeah. you know? Like... It may, I think you have to, I think you just have to level with yourself and be like, it may or may not work. Yeah. You know, I think you're, I, th- I think you get that though, but it's like, you know, I could do this every day and it's still not happen, yeah. but I can give it my best try. Yeah. And I think that's, um, and in terms of your birth plan, birth plan, you know, I know you feel that way about it, but I think it might still help you in the moment because things may not, I mean, things may not be going in the way that you like right now. But I think if you have a little bit of a plan going in, it will help you assuage your concerns in the moment. Yeah. And yeah, it may feel I, fruitless, but I think even, it, even if no, ev- things change in the moment and it goes completely differently than you think, I think it will help comfort you in this moment, at least. You know what I mean? Well,
1: and I see the guy that is supposed to perform it. Mm-hmm. And the he's the doctor I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I see oh, that's him, good. yeah. I see him either once or twice before that date, like as a visit. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to have the birth plan done by then, so I can mm-hmm. bring it with and run it by him and be like, "Is there anything that you feel mm-hmm. like is problematic that you would want to add or or take mm-hmm. away from, or is there any way that you know you would suggest that we mm-hmm. can you know? That I can make this something... How do
0: you feel about this? Easier to yeah. follow by mm-hmm. the people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where do we align? Where yeah. do you disagree?
1: Yeah, so... so where
0: I, can we meet in the middle? That exactly. kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
1: So I see him once before, so I'm hoping to have it done before then anyway. Mm-hmm. Which I think is like fucking two weeks from now or something. Okay.
0: Well, yeah, you have some time. And honestly, there there is probably a good template out there or something. Yeah, you could I, have try to adapt. I have a couple. I have a couple.
1: I'm prepped for that. I printed them. I need to... I just have to... um Make an amalgamation, basically. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Take the pieces I like from each of the ones that I printed and the ones that I found in templates and stuff. I probably printed five Mm -hmm. different ones um, that had all different kinds of stuff on them and Mm -hmm. whatever. So I just need to go through highlight and then, you know, combine, make an amalgamation, et cetera, blah. Um, But, yeah, those things are... Oh, indigestion. Those things are imperative. God. Mm -hmm. They move around so much. I told you there. Um, during the stress test, they basically put these. They put monitors on you. I have three mm. monitors on, and then there's a monitor strapped on. And uh, baby B was just literally kicking it off, like. Yeah, but then of course I try to go take a fucking video, and uh, they stop moving, or the nurse has to come over and be like, Well, whatever. whore. um, thanks for listening. Goodbye forever.